three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your Huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everybody. Mike Rutherford Show. Wednesday, May 25th, here on 1450 The Big X, 96.1 on your FM dial, 1450 on your AM dial. It is a, uh, it's another, I was going to say it's another sad day in America, but it's, let's be real, it's just kind of another day in America. This is what we do now. You know, we, we get sad, we send tweets, we read tweets, we talk about the tweets that we see, and then, you know, 24 hours later, we're back to doing our, our normal BS, and, you know, nothing really changes. So, we're going to make our standard jokes and talk about our standard sports as if, you know, Nothing bad happened. It's what we do. This is who we are. It's who we've become. It's who we've decided to be. And we're going to move on. How about that, Trev? Right there. Didn't uh, even mean it to happen. Political, right off the bat. You can't talk politics. But I don't know how that's political. You, but you are kids being murdered. Political somehow. You are in a down mood. I was gonna, I'm still down about it. I was gonna how bring can up, you not be? As soon as I saw the show tweet, and I was like, this is the most bland show tweet it's, it, we've like, had since day. I don't think ever in the, the history of the Mike Rutherford slash DK and Friends show. Like, there's no gift. There's no picture that's just you know we're, it's like it, it's the most eeyore show tweet ever it's stranger to me that people aren't down like it, 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 we've become so like warped or just so accepting of, of what's happened like that we just act like this is you know it's business as usual 19 kids killed at their school hey whatever we move on it's, this is who we are is that what it is? i haven't actually, nothing can change i've actually haven't looked into it at all since we left yeah. the show yesterday 19 now 19 kids dead two teachers whatever hey talk sports let's let's move on let's make our crappy bs jokes but yeah what are you gonna do i i, I did not plan on starting this way me up for the show it's, it's, not, it's not your fault it's now not you're your gonna fault. make me look like the total evil you know sob no. today because am i wrong in thinking that because like I, I said that i made the joke about how it's, it's political you are mostly apolitical i think that's that's safe to say correct what, like, what, you, I, I would you I would, don't i would agree to it if you told me what apolitical means you, you don't align yourself like a like one side or the other, maybe no. more one a little bit than the other, but you tend to like you. You, I, I think I agree with the opinions on both sides on certain things. Sure, I think that we've we've established that. I don't see reason why to pick a side. Would you agree mean. with me that something like this should be considered apolitical? Like the fact that it has become something where yeah, just something that sucks, and you just I mean you don't yeah I mean, there's, I, I, what have we become like? I don't know how we have we don't. I mean, here we go. Hot take right off the bat. Right. We don't have enough respect for ourselves as human beings. We right. Right. act like we have to be in one of two boxes, and that's it. Like, if you yes. are in this box, every single issue, you got to stay in that box. If you're in this box, every single issue, you got to stay in that box. So much to the point where 20, 21 people, 19 children, kids who never get a chance to realize who they really are as people, 
ne- we'll never have that right. We'll never have that opportunity. Their families will never be the same. Their lives are ruined forever. Something like that happening is a, you've got to think this way about it. If you're on one side, you've got to think about this way. Like, how is this not the worst thing in the world? How, how is the fact that this basically keeps happening not tra- the worst thing in the world? Using a tragedy to just basically move your political opinion towards whatever you agree with. But how are both sides not saying we are willing to do whatever we can possibly do in order to change this? And, and how have we been the same? So 10 years ago, when, when Sandy Hook happened, I was working, I was doing the college basketball job at SB Nation, and we had this big... The best way to describe it is like a work chat room. It's called Slack. I know there was a fireside was it was another one. A bunch of people have, you know, whatever you call it. People have used Zoom um, chat for features during the pandemic and all this stuff. And, you know, all day, every day, it's where we edited features. You got in touch with editors. You had direct conversations. You posted stories. You posted story ideas. And you kind of just talk nonsense, too. It was like an, an online office. And something was always happening, always happening. When Sandy Hook happened, it was dead silent for like four hours. Nobody talked. Nobody said one thing. Because this is the, you know, this is the worst thing we've ever seen. It's the worst thing imaginable. Bunch of kids slaughtered inside their school. Like this, this is, it's beyond belief. And so I'm sitting there thinking, and everybody's thinking the same thing. Like this is just, something's going to change. And if, if, if there's one, you can't even use the word good. If there's one thing that's going to happen that we can look back and say, well, at least a change came about. You thought this was it, Right. Something's going to happen. We can't let this happen again. We've had school shootings now for what feels like forever, but they've never been like this. This is the moment. And 10 years later, nothing's happened. Nothing. We're right back where we were. And nobody's even trying. I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know what the solution is. I'm not that smart. I don't have the power to make it happen even if I was. What I do know is doing nothing has, is not the answer. It's, ins- it's not just not the answer, it's insanity. To sit around and continue to let this happen Year after year, hell, not even year after year, day after day after day. And it's not like this isn't a problem that we can at least make an attempt to fix. It's not like this is a pandemic. It's not like it's a plague. It's not like it's a virus. We've seen this happen in other countries and they've acted and it doesn't happen there anymore. And yet we are the only ones who sit around, the only ones in the world who sit around and say, yeah, nothing we can do. Inaction is inexcusable. Like, And I will, I'll say this too. Like, I think that, you know, people talk about arming teachers and, and putting on, like, I think it's a bad idea. I, I think it's a, a, a d- dumb idea, but at least those people are trying. A- at least they're saying, recognizing that there's a problem here and attempting to do something that might fix. It. I respect those people a whole hell of a lot more that are just saying, well, kids are going to die. Old people in church are going to get killed. People shopping at Kroger might get shot up. Nothing we can do. It blows my mind. The one thing that we've done in the last 10 years and we never experienced this growing up as kids, Trevor. The one thing we've done is taught kids how to like hide and run away if there's a shooter in school. My mom works at a preschool. She's the, she's the person who greets all the parents at the door, make sure that there's nobody sneaking in, that, that the right people are over there to drop off the kids, the right there, people, there to pick up the kids. When they first started having to do these lockdown drills and do all this stuff, you know, she was kind of told, you know, if, if somebody breaks in, like you're the first one who's going to go. You're right there at the door. And so they gave her this little button and said, in your last act, as you're falling to the ground and about to die, you press this button and let everybody know that what's going on. Like that's, that's the solution right there. And now they do these lockdown drills. And my mom, and this is, it, it blows your mind to even talk about this. She's the person who has to walk around from classroom to classroom and act like she's the gunman, right? She's the one who she's, she's banging on the door. She's trying to make sure everything's okay. 
and they were doing one of these like a month ago. And she, um, for whatever reason, the door to my daughter's classroom opened, which is not supposed to happen. It's supposed to be locked. Who knows what happened? Made the lock broke, whatever. And the, she opens the door and the first thing she sees is Virginia. And she sees those big brown eyes and she's putting, uh, she looks at my mom, she looks at Nana and she puts a finger to her lips and she says, shh, because they're playing a game. You know, they're being taught like this is the quiet game. And mom's like, my heart just, I mean, my, my heart sinks just talking about it. My mom's like, my stomach drops. And I think like, this is, if I was the gunman, like this is the person, the thing that I see, these big brown eyes staring at me, playing a game, telling me to be quiet. And then chooses to end her life. Like it's just thinking about this stuff and, and knowing that nothing's going to change here is just, I didn't mean to start the show this way, but it's hard for me to shake. I mean, I'm, I'm last night, I'm seeing the pictures of the kids starting to pop up on Twitter and it's just, I can't think about anything else. It, it, and I know we're going to get to sports. We're going to make our crappy jokes and move on, but just, my jokes aren't I just, I just don't understand how we can all sit here and be like, well, you know, this is the way it is. This is the way the country's set up. This is who we've cho- chosen to accept to be a long time ago. No point in changing now. I just feel like if we, if it was something else, if there was, I mean, if there was like some sort of crazy French operatives that were sneaking into schools and killing kids across the country here and there, like we would have declared war on France th- the first time it happened. We- we'd be up in arms. We'd be over there fighting. Like if there was, let's say that somehow Candy was the root cause of all this. I effing love candy. Freaking love it. I got, I got a thing of candy from Trader just sitting right here. Would give up candy in a heartbeat. Even if I wasn't 100% sure that it was the problem. If I thought it might be the problem, I'd give it up. And the fact that we're just not willing to, to change or budge at all and just have accepted that this is, hey, kids are going to die at school. Kids are going to be killed. Kids are going to be blown up to the point with AR-15s that their parents have to give DNA samples because their kids' bodies are unrecognizable. That's who we are. Just happens here. It blows my mind. And it's hard for, for me to, to kind of shake this one. I don't, know, I don't know. This one has stuck with me. It's going to continue to stick with me. It's sticking with me now, and we'll try to move on. But anyways, sorry, Trevor. I know I put you in a bad spot there. I really and truly did not mean to start that way. But you're asking, like, you're like, you look down. I'm like, it's hard for me to just be like, hey, let's talk about. I don't know. What? I started watching Stranger Things again last there night. There, there you go. I, I appreciate you, you rescuing me. So there. comes out the new season drops on Friday. Have you watched all of Stranger Things? Oh yeah, yeah. I, but I, I like. I don't it. even remember what happened. I, well, point. that's why I, I like to rewatch the entire thing all the way up to when the new season starts. So this is my, I guess my third time watching season one. Okay. Yeah, and I watched a, and watched a, a throwback movie last night and and the soundtrack. What was that? Tell sound, me what. Uh, no, nope, soundtrack is the theme today. Oh, okay. You only watched one movie last night. I only watched one because I ended up. Watching, we both were sad. Yeah, we exactly. I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So you, you bring up the things, the kids. I remember the only, the only drill you did in school was the the tornado. Remember the tornado drill? We did tornado drill. We did which, earthquake drill too. Which in hindsight, in hindsight, when you think about it, it's like they just told you to get under your desk, the clumsy desk that probably wouldn't hold the weight of a pencil, let alone a building falling on. It you. was very much a duck and cover solution. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's like, it's like the earth. We have an earthquake and tornado hitting. Put your hand over your head. To go okay, I'm protected. I'll never forget. In <laughs> second or third grade, I was at uh, I was going to Wilder Elementary. Wilder Wildcats always do. The I best. did Wilder. Yeah, love Wilder. Yeah, um, I was a Wilder kid. We were in library when the earthquake drill happened, and the librarian at this time was I don't know, 172 years old. I think <laughs> she's still there, by the way. Probably still there, still <laughs> rocking. And she had she never had any idea what was going on. And even as like a 
seven or eight year old, however old I was at this point, I kind of was. You, know, you you realize like I don't think this woman knows what's going on. Like I, I'm asking her questions, and she's these responses are I, I'm getting are not I think what they're supposed to be. And so the earthquake drill happens. This woman has no clue what we're supposed to do. Well, in fairness, we haven't had an earthquake in Kentucky in like 150 years. Well, no, we, we had one in like 2008. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Well, by, well. By the way, 2008 was how far away from when when you uh, when you were doing these drills? Sure, but like we. Uh, okay. The point being, we had the drills. We were doing yeah. the drills. <laughs> an earthquake is supposedly happening as we're doing this, and we're like, what do we do? And she tells us, I mean, the worst possible advice you can give in a library. Well, being in, first of all, being in a library with all the not a great stacks, spot. Yeah, not a good place to be in. She lines us all up right next to the bookshelf. Yeah, and is like, is like, just here. And I, I look at him like, should we not be underneath? The, like, wouldn't they fall over? And yeah. she's like, yeah. <laughs> then but, then, but, can, but you put your hand on your head and you're safe, Mr. Rutherford. You can tell she's just defeated. She's like, I'm out of here. And it's like, this is. But, we got like two months left of school. Like, shut up, kid. And I was like, all right. Just, I'm, <laughs> hands over my head. I'm gonna act like I'm asleep. Whatever. This is getting me out of 15 minutes of library in the Dewey Decimal System. We're good. This is, I'm fine with it. If it, but if it makes you feel better, I, I'm, she, I'm sure she made you safer by putting you in the paperback section. No. Oh. <laughs> At least the one, like, the physics section, like, the biggest books in the, on the, the shelves. The books weren't really the issue. It was more the gigantic <laughs> cases of wood oh, well, yeah. that were going to topple and the crush us all. The books didn't get you that wood. Yeah. Do, do you not remember the earthquake from, I think it was, like, um, No, I don't. I think it was 07, 08. Did it, did it, would, we didn't get much of it here, I guess. Would it hit, like, in Kentucky, like, Eastern or It Western? was Louisville. Like, it, like, my house physically shook. Like there no. was a, yes for sure. When was this? I want to say it was 2007, 2008. Like I, it was it happened in the, at night because I remember I woke up and I'm like, what's going on? And I like, like I'm, I'm I mean, thinking I, like, am I hallucinating? My mom goes, it's an earthquake. Oh my god! And like we all ran downstairs. And uh, there was another one like a couple of years later that was much much smaller. I felt it while I, I was driving. Don't remember that? I, I was Mary slept through it, so you're not you're not alone. I'm sure I well, I, I would have slept through it too. I'm sure. I mean, 07, 08. I mean, that was borderline western to back to Louisville time frame. So. It kind of depends on where you're at in there, where I was, whether it's in Bowling Green or Louisville. Yeah, I may have been. I may have been. I mean, did Bowling Green get? I don't remember. I don't remember even reading about it. This was your lost period, so you. you I mean, clearly, I lost this altogether. I mean, this. You think I would remember like the lone earthquake in Kentucky in the last hundred something years? Yeah, it was. uh, Opposed to the one that was being predicted, like on what was it, December sixteenth or something, was supposed to be the. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, it was the end of the it was the Kentucky. He was gonna have a giant earthquake that was gonna like swallow us up into the earth. Yeah, it was April eighth, two thousand eight. A five point four magnitude earthquake um, shook Louisville. I was back in Louisville because that was I'd gone down to yeah. I was I was in Louisville. In fact, I just started working radio not a month before that. Yeah, and there was another one. I think like two years later. I remember I was driving home and I, I, I felt like a quick like little shake. And I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, you know, I've got the shakes, whatever happened. And then yeah. Oliver texted me, my brother, and he was like, did you just effing feel that? Like, he's, like, he's like, I'm downtown. And I was like, was that what that was? And it was much, much smaller. It wasn't the, – the one was, like, really disarming. I mean, of course, like, you're not expecting to feel an earthquake in Louisville, Kentucky. But the one in 08, I remember just the whole house shaking and, like, feel, like my my desk, my chest of drawers, like, just shaking and making noise. And me being, like, like not even – comprehending not even thinking that it was an earthquake and then going out my mom was the first one who was like oh my god it's, this is an earthquake and like i kind of constanced it like just like sprinted downstairs i was like somebody get dad up he's gonna be fine you push grandma out of the way my dad's like in an ambient <laughs> haze i'm like he'll be fine get me down but there the naked eye appears that i was pushing people out of the way but what i was really <laughs> doing was trying to get them to the ground so they could crawl through the smoke <laughs> Eric put it out with his big shoe. Eric the Clown put it out with his big shoe. John Favreau, by the way. 
Is it really? Yeah, that's John Favreau in early, one of his early roles. It's been a while since I've seen that episode. I've seen that clip a bunch. I haven't seen the, the full episode yeah, in a long time. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Louisville baseball. Oh, well, now we get one. I mean, in much better the, news. The mood has not moved. In, in, the in more, I told you it was going to get more positive as we got on, went on. Um, we've got uh, other things to get to today, too. Uh, let's talk the Louisville-UK basketball game. We have a date. People are not thrilled about it. Um, we'll talk about that. Yeah. We've got uh, the, the bats played before us. Ooh. Yeah, been, man, rough to, baseball day. I, I maybe should have gone for some upbeat more tunes on the show today. But uh, I can't, I, I, the soundtrack dictated what I did. There you go. You're at the mercy of the soundtrack. You're at the mercy <laughs> of your movie viewing privileges. Um, but let's talk Louisville baseball today. We mentioned yesterday, by pit upsetting Georgia Tech, that victory rendered today's game a de facto Pool B championship game. Whoever won is advancing. Whoever loses, you're done. Um, you're not done because Louisville might have to play. You know they're going to have to play the game tomorrow. Which yeah, now you're playing regardless, but yeah, is meaningless. Uh, Louisville, if you haven't heard, does not advance. Does not defeat Pitt. They Pitt, the 11th seed out of 14 teams in the ACC. Not a great baseball team by any stretch of the imagination. Louisville drops three of four to them this season. Just a, a bizarre thing, and really had every opportunity to win this game. They they fall behind two nothing early. They they surge ahead four to two. They're ending. They end up being ahead five to three with just three innings to play, and they give up runs in each of the final three innings. Uh, closer Michael Prosecki really struggled with his control in the ninth inning. They bring him in, and he cannot locate. Walks a couple guys, and then ends up giving up a, a two out single to end the game. Pitt wins six to five. They'll advance. Louisville now plays a meaningless game against Georgia Tech tomorrow, and then will await their NCAA tournament fate when the uh, the draw is announced over the weekend. So, Louisville's RPI only dropped one spot. They're still number eleven in the RPI. If they win tomorrow, I think they still have a chance of being a top eight seed. That I think if they lose tomorrow, they're still going to host a regional. I think that that's pretty much done. They're going to be a top sixteen team when all is said and done. But it's still disappointing to not advance in this tournament. This is. And rival fans listening are going to see this as like a, an apologist thing. And you can you can check the tapes. I said this last week. I think I said it two weeks ago. Like Dan McDonald has been, he used to come on Ramsey and Rutherford all the time. And we talked about it with him pretty much before every conference tournament. And he didn't put much effort into trying to hide the fact that he doesn't really care about conference tournaments unless it's a situation where Louisville can, you know, needs to win the tournament to get into the NCAA tournament like last year or when they can greatly better their seed. When it's a situation like this year's, which is where Louisville's been more times than not since McDonald got here, where they're clearly going to host a regional pretty much regardless of how they fare. Like, I'm not saying they don't take it seriously. Like, he always talks about he wants, you know, he wants to win conference championships. He wants, he tells every team, I think this time of year, why not be the first to win an ACC tournament? There's so few firsts that we have left to do in this program. You can be the first to do this, make it happen. But at the end of the day, is he going to sacrifice his team, any sort of, part of next week's regional and giving that team the best chance of advancing uh, into the super regionals for advancing deep in the ACC tournament? No. And was I surprised that Jared Poland didn't start today? Yeah. I mean, I said yesterday on the show, I think Jared Poland's going to start. They chose not to start him. I, I assume that they weren't going to start him tomorrow either in favor of holding him out for hopefully the, the semifinal game or the championship game. I think it was a strange decision to me, but but it wouldn't have mattered today. I mean, it was not. I mean, there was the bullpen that unfortunately. Yeah, in the they, end. they did mean, bring him in in the game, which I was sort of surprised by. I mean, maybe Poland doesn't get you into a two nothing hole. I don't know, but you're right. I mean, it wasn't uh, Garrett Smeltz pitched well enough when he was in there, and, and it, it was more the bats falling silent at the wrong time. And then Michael Prosecki, who's been pretty much lights out this season, not getting the job done when he was brought into the game. It's. I, I saw 
um, Matt Stefkovic, who, by the way, I reached out to, asked how you pronounce his name. Finally, I asked him. It is Stefkovic. Oh, only a t- decade later. But, I know. I finally, I was like talking because we were DMing, DMing about other stuff. And I was like, by the way, kind of a radio thing going on right now. How do you pronounce your name? Why'd you ruin it? I know. But I, well, now I know. My first guess was right. Stefkovic. Stefkovic? Stefkovic. Stefkovic. Yeah. S-E-F-C-O-V-I-C. Okay. I really wanted to just bring him on the show and just see if you've been pronounced it wrong and, and how long it'd go before he corrected you on radio. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. I, I, I would have been too awesome. careful. Like, We're bringing like, our friend Matt S. The, the very end of the interview. By, oh, by the way, Mike, uh, that's not you. My name is pronounced so and so. Sevcevic. But Matt Sevcovic, he was saying on Twitter, eventually, like Louisville's going to have to have somebody pitch well besides Jared Poland if they're going to advance in the NCAA tournament. So was, he liked giving Garrett Schmeltz uh, and some other guys a chance to shine today. Makes sense. My counterpoint would be if you pitch Poland today and you, you guarantee that you're playing, you know, you've got two more games. You play Georgia Tech tomorrow, and what would have still been a meaningless game, but then you've got a semifinal game. That presents an even greater opportunity to see a guy potentially rise to the occasion. I also think, and I'd love to be wrong about this, but if you're this deep in the season and nobody who you've thrown into that Friday-Saturday spot or even some of the guys you've thrown into that midweek spot have stepped up enough to become like a reliable, we can throw this guy in a game three of a super regional and feel confident or a game two of a super regional and feel confident, it probably is just not going to happen. Like it's just these types of things. You don't have clicking with a pitcher who struggled for three months in late May or early June when you get to the postseason it's going to be Jared Poland and a bunch of dudes. You're just going to have to hope that you get – I think you're going to have to mix and match. This guy goes three innings. We bring in a righty when their left-handers are hitting well, or we take out a guy early in a game if he doesn't have it, or maybe we just get lucky and a guy gives us five quality innings. I think that's the way that Louisville's going to have to advance. And let's let's be real. The offense has carried this team for most of the season. It's going to have to carry it in the postseason. Like We're not going to magically start winning games 3-1, to one, if, at least if Poland's not on the hill. We're going to have to beat teams – even average teams, like 11-7. to 7. That's going to have to be how we're going to play deep in the NCAA tournament, and we're capable of doing that. The, the bats have been good all year long. They weren't great today. They weren't terrible. I mean, Dalton Rushing hit a ball that I think is still still climbing. I mean, it went out of the entire ballpark. That's pretty impressive. Uh, he hit another one before that. Levi Usher hit a bomb. Like We are swinging the bats well going into the NCAA tournament, and we'll see how we play tomorrow. But it's it just... It was another little unnerving thing. And I did like this stat. I think it was uh, Matt Sefcovic who pointed this out. You know, Louisville's been to the College World Series five times. In those five years, they are a combined five and nine in conference tournaments. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily indicative their their conference tournament play of how they're going to do in the weeks afterwards. I mean, the only concern I have with today's loss is that, I mean, not that Louisville not be in the tournament. It's just, how will this affect any kind of seeding for Louisville in the tournament? I think they'll drop in the seeding, but. You have to remember, like the national seating only really matters once you get to Omaha because typically, like they're sending the the teams below you. They try to do it based on geography as much as anything. Like if Vandy's a two seed, which it looks like they're probably going to be, very strong chance they're going to be in our regional just because we're we're close in area. Yeah. It, like they don't do the full S curve seating. It's not called a regional for a reason. exactly. Like, That's the clever name. They don't do the full like S curve seating yeah. like you see in the NCAA tournament sometimes. And the NCAA tournament geography matters more than it should they although they've changed it a little bit in recent years but like you're not going to see because you're the the number two seed you're, you're not going to get the the second worst two seed in your regional like, like that's not the way it yeah. works so it matters for if you get to the the college world series because your first game if you're you know the number eight or nine seed is going to be against the number one overall seed so in in that regard it matters but that's look 
you cross that bridge when you get there. If you get to get to Omaha, you worry about Omaha once you've won your super regional. Um, but I, I think that they're still in very, very good shape. I'd be shocked if they don't host a regional, even if they lose by 20 tomorrow. It just seems like if that's the case, then I have no problem. Then not putting, you know, then, then just kind of, I don't want to say letting, not caring about the games today and yesterday, the day and tomorrow, but not put too much stress into, like you said, putting your best, your one and only good arm out there. Yeah, and I should say, I should clarify, it doesn't matter just for College World Series. For instance, like you're going to play, you're going to be matched up against uh, the the Super Regionals, it matters too. Like if you're the number 16 overall seed, you're going to play the number one overall seed in the Supers. So you prefer not to be the number 16. But once you get that far, like there's typically not a whole lot of difference between the, those national seeds. I mean, we saw it. You know, we beat Vandy in a super regional when they were the number two overall seed. They've beaten us when we were, I think, the number three overall seed uh, in regional play. Like it's good teams are good teams. It's it's weird. I looked at. I, I loved this. This is like one of my favorite things of the day now is to see my my memory share on Facebook, the things I said whenever like up to you know fifteen whatever years ago when Facebook was was going. And one of the older ones today was from 14 years ago, so it'd been 2008. It was can't wait to see what draw the Louisville bats get in the tournament tomorrow. Oh, and obviously we're a few a little bit behind on the time frame, but I wonder what we got draw we got in that 2008. I assume you're referring to the Louisville Cardinals, not the bats. Well, Louisville, Louisville, Louisville baseball team, the bat cards, bat okay. cards, yeah, Louisville baseball. I guess that was would that have been Big East tournament or been 08 so. NCAA tournament? That team was good. It yeah. was really good. I think that was the me. I think that was speaking of the yeah the NCAA tournament. I guess gotcha. Probably a little bit started sooner than, than I think. Oh nine was the year that Vandy beat us when we were really, really good on a walk off suicide squeeze. I think that was not good. Oh eight, I think we, I want to say we advanced the supers and then got got beat pretty bad by. And that wasn't the Long Beach State year. I'm, I'm getting my years confused. I don't remember. I, I, I apparently fourteen year old fourteen years ago, Trevor was hoping to get a good good draw though. You got hooked by the year before. Yeah. I think like so many people. <laughs> um, that seat that oh seven team. Will be always be forever indebted. They, I think they hooked a lot of people on baseball. We actually, oh, that was the year that we lost to Georgia in the regional play. I don't remember losing to Georgia. We, I, I do remember that actually. We were a, I think we were the number two seed in that regional. We lost to Georgia Tech in the first game and then lost to number one seed Georgia in the second. I don't remember that at all. Both games, we pitching was not good. Then again, I don't remember saying that about the draw either. <laughs> so, <I> mean, like, <laughs> uh, Thornton Sucks line is 502 414 1450. We want to hear from you. Text in your comments, your questions, your thoughts, your concerns. We'll read those. A lot of you guys have baseball thoughts. We'll read those coming up after the break. A couple of you on Twitter also have tweet, uh, texted in or tweeted in some questions that we can read. If you want to do that, by the way, if you don't want to, if you're not comfortable texting in on the text line for whatever reason, you can always tweet at Card Chronicle at Trevor Kelsey and follow at four fifteen at fourteen fifty the Big X as well. We got that Twitter account. I tag it every single day on the pre-show post. So we'll get to your text. We'll get to your thoughts. We'll talk a little bit more baseball coming up after the break, and also uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Basketball game time, basketball date, basketball site. We'll get into all that good stuff. Mike Rutherford Show rolls on next here on 1450 The Big X.
you watch Who's All That last night? <laughs> you got it already. I, after the, after, I mean, the, after the Funk Show Brother, like, right at the beginning, because that's, like, the main song from that movie. Well, not Besides not Kiss Me. Yeah. Like, they, or wait, is this kiss, kiss Me, right? Kiss Me Who could have ever seen that she that Rachel Lee Cook was attractive? Under, she was wearing overalls, for God's sake, and glasses. She had paint on them. Come on. Paint on them, She Mike. likes art. No no beautiful woman has ever enjoyed art. <laughs> God bless Freddie Prince for seeing I, through that facade. I, I watched that last night. I mean, it's the first time I've seen it in so long. And it's so yet... <laughs> It's one of those so bad yet so good. Like, it's like watching a train. Like, you can't take your eyes off of it. Like, what, mo- what movie is it? Is it like not on the team movie? They're like, thank God our whole school is like professionally trained dancers. Like, when they do like the <laughs> yeah. organized dance at the end. The other thing that baffles me when I was putting together the, the, going through the soundtrack, because obviously, yes, there's, I'll be honest with you, the songs in between Funks 11 and Kiss Me were like, like okay, I want to play this. No. Like, it was kind of hard. But, right about now. Yeah. And it started getting to me. I was like, wait a minute. How does this movie have Usher in it? And Usher's not on one song on the freaking soundtrack. He's just DJing the dance. Like, all right, guys, you know no, the no. moves. He's DJing the school as well. <laughs> the, the, the whole <laughs> school. Like, the entire school's being DJed. In the, Your the, school didn't have a DJ? No, no. You walked in Trinity every morning. It was just like a straight dance party. I mean. Ties the, flying everywhere. The prom does crack me up just how everyone just goes into complete like sequence. Even Rachel Lee Cook. Is in there dancing along? Like, yeah, like, the, the main characters was, somehow have very angry looks at one another. Like, like it was some pre-scripted. An hour ago, this girl was in the basement painting herself, looking like a clown, and that, and then Paul Walker shows up, takes her to the prom. By the way, why did we never get to see the scene where she like blows the blowhorn in his ear? I don't know. Like she talks about it, but I want to see. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. It would have been a nice cathartic moment for everybody. Yeah, Paul Walker was induced in that movie, and I can't help but every time I, as I was watching it. It made me go back to, yes, the Not Another Teen movie, which is funny. And it's got the one black kid that's in both movies. He's like, my role here is to say, it's whack. <laughs> every time he'd show up in the movie see all that, I kept thinking about him playing his in the other movie. <laughs> Ooh, that's whack. <laughs> uh, I should have mentioned this off the top. Uh, we are out of here at 5.30 again today. We've got Indiana wow. High School Baseball. Maybe. Maybe. Might, that, uh, weather's looking a little bit rough. But <laughs> a, as of right now, we are scheduled to have at 5.30 uh, Jeffersonville versus Jennings County. And then at 7.30 on our airways, we'll have Floyd Central versus New Albany. Big-time rivalry. Um, once again, Indiana baseball, just like basketball, cowardly. They do the classes. Class 4A sectionals. I mean, have one champion, for God's sake. Come on. Yeah, man up. What are you doing? Uh, if we do go where are my reg- Silver Creek dogs? If we go Where's reg- my Silver Creek team? If we go regular time, we're getting kissed me twice on the 5 o'clock hour. Because <laughs> I only have five songs. I was, I was not finding a sixth song off the soundtrack. Somebody on there, <laughs> I, I can't remember who it was. It may have been, I know my guy Trevor Jolson sent me the video, but like several, several years ago when the, the Card Chronicle bird mask was like at its peak, when everybody was sending me videos. What do you mean peak? It's still, it's still it's climbing still the charts. But like it was at you know, its, I don't have one. I mean, I was getting like, people were sending me videos of them and pictures of themselves like i was getting like seven a day and somebody did remember vine the the viral sensation for a little bit it was like tiktok before tiktok right? i vaguely remember hearing about it so somebody did like the full-on rachel lee cook coming down the stairs to kiss me before prom like looking beautiful wearing the mask like, actually that wasn't prom that was the dance it was the dance yeah let's not get confused regardless that's the mendoza scene, effect of the movie <laughs> Men- <laughs> mendoza effect <laughs> that scene like he's wearing the bird mask it's, it, this is this guy's wedding day right they're getting ready at his house like and they're just filming this just screwing around and he like leans over like the the door like look down the stairs and then he comes down like very slowly wearing the mask it was the best 
bird mask video I ever got. It was beautifully done. That sounds actually pretty cool. It was incredible. Uh, By I mean, Rachel Cook disappeared completely after that movie. She was in... I went through her... Because I started thinking about... I was like, she was in something recently, like a, a documentary playing Well, herself. do you know what she was in the last movie she did? What? Was a gender re- a remake of the movie called He's All That. That's what it was. I watched that. Yeah. Why? I, I swear. Bro, bro, serious. Really? It was like a year ago. Of all the times, I'm like, you should see this. I should see this. And the, the one movie within the last year, you're like, oh, I no, saw that. This was is before, all that? This was before the show started. It was like a year ago. <laughs> and Mary was looking for something that we both might like. And she was like, she's like, I kind of want to see this. And I was like, you know what? I don't no. care. And she was like, really? And I was like, I don't care. I, I, I'm pretty sure I was in an altered state. I was like, just, just play I'm it. An altered state? <laughs> I'm sorry. You in a coma? It wasn't terrible. It was not terrible. <laughs> no, you must have been in a pretty altered state if you're saying that even post You haven't even seen it. I don't have to see it. It wasn't terrible. You're watching She's All That, but you won't give, you're going to judge He's All That? Come hey, at on. least She's All That has nostalgia to it, at least to, to a degree. I mean, it was, I, I, I was like that. 19, 18 or when that movie came out, I think. And yeah. I really had a thing for Rachel Lee Cook as well. She was very attractive. I mean, yeah. And then, but yeah, the, I guess the He's All That is with some, like, it's with a YouTube girl. I don't even remember. And it's got the guy that plays uh, in Cobra Kai. I just remember being like, hey, this actually isn't terrible. Now I want to watch it to see how. Watch it tonight. I'm gonna judge away. I want to see if I can match your state of mind. By the judge, way, <laughs> judge away until you actually watch it. What do we make of this Rick Pitino tweet? By the way, you brought it up off. I air. don't know. What, I mean, but I mean, Pitino can have a. I mean, he can be sarcastic, right? You can never tell if he's joking. Which I'll, people say that about me a lot of times. So I respect that about Rick Pitino. But here's what he put out there. He said, "This sounds mean." <laughs> I think that the, I don't think this is joking, Pitino. I think this is just downright mean. But I think he's pissed off. He said, if anyone knows a competent athletic trainer for... The fact that it says competent right there. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) If anyone knows of a competent athletic trainer for basketball at Iona, please contact Sam DeRosa, head athletic trainer. Good pay, long hours, and an exciting team to be around. Hawaii at Christmas. Mike Marno, do not send resume. (laughs) Thanks. With an exclamation point. I think he's serious. I think this guy pissed him off to some degree. Good pay, long hours. Who wants long hours? Well, look, if you're, if you're working for Rick Pitino, yeah, you know, know what you're getting into. But if that's you, contact uh, Sam DeRosa, head athletic trainer at Iona. Who is Mike Mornhot? I'm guessing he was their old trainer. <laughs> I tried to actually Google the name. And it just came, it came up from somebody. It came up with a guy from Lexington. Oh, uh, maybe maybe he is joking. Like maybe he, like Mike Mornhot used to be a. A I trainer, mean, and he's. Just I don't like, know, but yeah, you know, it's like when I just like Google searched it, it came up. Uh, the Lincoln was uh, Lexington from somebody from Lexington, a CEO. He's sending very esoteric tweets recently. Like he congratulated he said what he's sending like very esoteric means like few people Can know what he's talking about. Smaller words, niche. Is that is that better? I like niche. Okay, okay. he's sending very niche tweets recently. That's the movie with Will Smith. It's a good film. He like he congratulated. I know one of Jacqueline's friends who I like. I know Caroline, but like. I'm like, how many people following Rick Pitino know? He's like, he's like Castle Street, Caroline. Like, congratulations on your engagement and all this stuff. And I'm like, why is he just sending this out on Twitter? I mean, this is his personal Twitter account. I mean, shouldn't he be able to like? I mean, people do that all the time with their own other accounts. I mean, no, why, no, why I, can't he? Do I it? love it. I just think it's very rare. Like, you it don't is. you don't see many people of Rick Pitino's stature doing things like this. Celebrity status. Yeah. Yeah. Cool with it. I'm, I'm curious. I want to get a hold of Mike Marnhart and see who, who this guy is. Mike, we got to find out. How bad are you of, of an athletic trainer? Is that uh, who you blame for not w- winning the, the tournament and getting in this year? Yeah. Um, all right. Twitter. Uh, we'll take a couple of tweets first. Sports Bonham says, Tomorrow's game was meaningless win or lose. Today's game was the only one that mattered in pool play. I just don't get running a guy out there to start that has pitched an entire 20 innings for the season with zero starts. It seems like Mac outsmarted himself again. I don't really... 
I, I don't understand it either. I was surprised by it. I thought they would go with Poland today since this was a winner-take-all. And also, you know, he's going to get a full week-plus rest if you throw him today. And now, I mean, I assume they don't. He came in during today's game. You're not going to see him tomorrow. He's going to have the same amount of rest as he would have if you started him. I just – it doesn't make sense to me, but it's easy to second-guess now. And it's not like Garrett Schmelz was terrible. For a while there, he was fantastic. But um, gave up too many big flies and, and let Pitt hang around, and that, that's the way it is. Texas, first time, long time. Why are college baseball tournament rules so stupid? Division winners, regional hosts, et cetera, not getting to play as the home teams. What the hell was the point of the season then? I, I don't get say that either. Stupid, but I mean, confusing is definitely probably the right word. It's really confusing too because every conference tournament has like a different format. There's no. <laughs> they do. I didn't even. Yeah. Know. I mean, obviously, I short of the ACC, I the only one I or whatever conference we happen to be in, which for the most part's been the ACC following the base. And they've changed like three times since we've been in the league. I don't even be honest with you. Even following it, I don't pay that much yeah. attention to it. I mean, they, they used to have, I think, like uh, it was a like four-way pool. They used to have two different, like they did it sort of like the College World Series where you've got um, like a, a top-half tournament, double emission tournament, and a bottom-half double emission tournament, and then the champions meet in the, the final game. Um, I know some tournaments do just straight single elimination. I think the SEC, if they don't do that, they used to. Some do straight double elimination. It's a very, very bizarre thing. But I, I I agree. The big point to me, though, is how in the world is the two seed playing the 11 seed the visitor? Like, that should be a no-brainer. You have to at least earn some advantage by what you've done in the regular season in your postseason tournament. So like, we were playing at Pittsburgh? The, I mean, the, the tournament's all in Charlotte. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But we were the visiting team. I mean, so we didn't. We were at the top of the inning and not the bottom. But. Yeah, but like, you should be the home team if you're the better seed. That, that seems like a, a no-brainer. And they do this in the NCAA tournament as well. Like they if it's flip not a, a neutral, coin. If it's not a neutral site, does that really? I mean, I guess it does. It, to me, the, the layman baseball guy just doesn't see any reason why it shouldn't really matter if you're on top or bottom. Well, it, it does. <laughs> like the home team is a big advantage. You know what you have to do in the, in the last inning. You get last at bats. Maybe if you're up sixteen nothing, who cares? Well, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> it's any sport. I mean, if you're blowing the other team out, it doesn't really matter if you exactly. got possession first or if you're getting to receiving to start the second half. But it is an advantage to be the home team. There's no question about it. I mean, you have to if you're the the visiting team, you you don't know what you what you're going to do. Like you could go all out in the top of the ninth, or you could like try to conserve one run. You don't know what the home team's going to do in the home half. Like it's just a it's a different thing. And I don't understand why. And this isn't just conference tournaments. They do this in the NCAA tournament as well. If you are the better-seeded team, you should be the home team every single time. That's a given. It no. seems like that should be pretty straightforward. It's pretty, it's but seems, they flip a coin. It obviously does seem very logical. It's dumb. Um, college baseball's postseason rules are dumb. Like they are. I don't like. I agree with all the texture stuff. Yeah, it is the hardest postseason. Without question. <laughs> Most unpredictable, I think, is maybe the... Is, is the no, don't backtrack on those. On, on, on well, the hardest stands. for, I think, top seeds to advance. Okay. Yeah, I would say that. I believe in that. Um, Texas says, would it be a big deal not being able to host a Super? Well, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you don't want to go on the road. And I guess that is the other thing about like, like this game and you know, hosting a regional, not hosting a regional, is theoretically, if we were, you know, l- let's say we were number seven going into this, this week, and because we lost today and potentially could lose tomorrow, we slipped to like 12, we're still going to host a regional, but... If we advance and the top seed in the other regional that we're paired up with advances, we're going to go play on their home field for those three games, 
or two. So yeah, like th- these games kind of matter. We did uh, Texas. We actually started today number seven in the RPI and dropped four spots to number eleven. If we win tomorrow, we'll still be a top eight seed. So yeah, I thought it was just one spot. I thought we were ten for some reason. I, I guess I misread that. So it didn't kill us, but that's more of a precipitous drop than I thought. I'd love to host the Super. I think being a top eight seed is a big deal in that regard. But mm-hmm. also a lot of times, because it is the most unpredictable postseason in college sports, suck it, KRT, <laughs> you're gonna, you'll have a team advancing out of the regional that you're paired up with that is not the number one overall seed. Like yeah, that's, it's happened several times where we've hosted a Super where we've been not a top eight seed. So we'll see what happens. But, man... Would have been nice to win today. I, I'm just mad because I wanted something to look forward to this weekend. You're just mad because Greer's going to give me crap about losing to Pittsburgh. Greer doesn't care about baseball. Oh. <laughs> Greer has no idea that, that Pitt beat Louisville today. He's got zero clue. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just getting ready. He's just tweeting about Louisville City and, and racing. He's just doing a soccer promotions. He doesn't care at all. Yeah, so that, they, got, they play tonight, don't they? Or tomorrow? Uh, Louisville City is tonight. It's the U.S. Yeah. Open Cup uh, round of 16 against Nashville. I'm actually pretty excited about it. I'll be. That, that is it hosting, right? We're here. It's yeah. here. Lynn Family Stadium. If you want, to, if you are a student, I'd go if it wasn't five dollars. It wasn't dynamite on tonight. Well, it's, it's a go home show for the pay per view too. So I have no idea what that means. It means the the the, the big the double or nothing pay per view out in Vegas is uh, this Sunday night. What's the go home show mean? It's like getaway the last day show before the pay per view. The kind of the, the, like getaway day in baseball. I guess is that I don't. That's I, the it's when you play a day game before a road trip. I guess yeah. This yeah. is well. This is the last chance to get all the you know the, the get everybody pumped for the pay per view to get people wanting to buy it. You, you shoot your you know your, your all your angles have been shot, but you maybe have some kind of big big thing happen before the you go into the last show before you know we want people to pay drop fifty bucks on the cable company. Man, and I already have so. Texas bad storms coming in. Lines on Rutherford losing power. Yes, minus one ten. No, plus one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> we get storms. Are they going to get bad? I, I knew we were getting rain. I didn't think they were going to be bad. I don't bad. even know if they have to be bad to have those odds be good for you to lose power. Though. There I mean, was someone up on the power lines working on that wind, today, too. They have a, a slight wind gust come through. There was somebody up there like working on those power. I'm not sure if it was a Spectrum guy or DirecTV guy, but they're working on that big cable box behind our house in that pole. That's always the problem. And I was like, oh, no. Here we go. Setting ourselves up for disaster. You see my backyard. I've got the, I've got wires that go from like my house, like over my backyard, up to the. the so do we. But those, it's those, annoying. Those are, like, but they're the telephone. But I think same. They're, they're telephone. They're, they're like over our deck. Like every anytime yeah. somebody goes on our back deck, they're like, "Is this okay?" Yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah. Don't you, worry. When about we it. had when I used to put, when I had my goal in the backyard back in the day, uh, if you shot from like like where the three point area would be, you almost had to arch it. Just a little more because it would hit the wires. I had friends above, out there. Like so, people would get so annoyed. Like, it was kind of like a home court advantage for me. If you came over to my house to play and you weren't used to it, like, oh, you got to you know, how, you gotta know from, the, from the right side, you got to put a little more arch on that jump shot. I had the, <laughs> I had the slanted like, back driveway where the basketball uh, goal was. <laughs> so if you're shooting from the right wing, you got to shoot a little bit harder into the left wing. It's basically like a little Just floater. A little yeah, <laughs> we had that going on. You got to you play the angles down. Hey, you got hey, home court advantage. That's probably home court advantage. Yeah, um, I love Mark Weinberg's tweets where he like puts out like weather updates are coming. He's always staring at the camera intently. It's the picture that he's got <laughs> putting on. I love this man. He officially now he's lo- he's uh, he signed on. He's the official meteorologist of Racing Louisville and Louisville City. Nice. He's giving them their, their updates. Girl, let me know that the other day. <laughs> By the way, I didn't know you had to know sports teams had official weather, man. So, <laughs> when it was Louisville's official weather, man. 
I mean, we had Kevin Hart at the one time, then he got booed off the field because he, he, <laughs> because he like congratulated UK and UFL during a UK UFL game. No, well, you can't do that. He's like, great weather out here for both the red and the blue. And people are like, boo! <laughs> and then they just booed him every time he came on after that. And that was the beginning of the end. You should have known better. By the way, what happened to the Bass today? Ooh. They lost 19 to nothing. I know. And we... Gonna, I, I think I think it's one of those games too where the, the other team I think not only scored more than the hits that the bats had, but like tripled the amount of hits the bats had. If you're gonna lose nine, if you're gonna give up 19 runs to the other team, the least you could do is do enough offense yourself to delay our show and keep <laughs> yeah. us off the air no. for a little bit of long. No. Give us an even shorter show. They couldn't no. make that happen. No, they had. I think the bats had like four hits. Are we gonna get Greg Galliott on this week? We, I don't know if he wants to after that. <laughs> Man. They got, but they got promos. They Friday night. They've got a thing going on. They've got a pre Memorial yeah, Eve. I'm gonna see by getting them on tomorrow, though. Yeah, I I, I know that um, Sunday Memorial Eve, Memorial Day Eve. They're having a bunch of fi- bunch of fireworks shows, a bunch of I think some musical acts, a bunch of just classic minor league acts, and then Friday night they've got it's it's Hoops and Hounds night, Hops and Hounds night, which is a different big dip. Well, Hops is beer, Hoops would be basketball related. Um, <laughs> basically don't try to dribble your puppy <laughs> that's what you're trying to say exactly they've got Hops and Hounds ticket packages available now they include a game ticket for a human not for the dog uh, three 12 ounce craft beers and I- then a limited edition souvenir mug do you have to pay for a ticket for the dog no it just well, says game ticket parentheses human. Well, yeah, but does that mean I have to pay for the dog's ticket? No, I think there's they want people to know that like this ticket, like you're not gonna have to buy a ticket for the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, like this package is not just for the dog. Have you ever taken a dog to the park? A, a bark at the park? Have not. Penny would not do well. I, I've never had. Yeah, I think I, now now I could probably do it with Khaleesi because she's so friendly and yeah, she's great. Yeah, I think she would be good. To, but like, yeah, but the dogs I had before her, Donovan, was not. Very smart, but not 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 liking of other people other than me. Like he just liked to stay near me constantly, twenty four seven. Quick, since we're, we were on the subject, we have a, a programming note for Lucidity. They have moved up, I guess, the start time for their game. So, okay, I'm trying to find out when that is. You said they're playing Nashville, right? Yeah, um, yeah, Nashville SC. I love how you know, we're FC because we're more cultured. It's football. We, what's, we, what's SC then? I'm assuming soccer club because FC means football club. Well, how would you call it? I've never seen anyone go SC then. There are. I've seen there's some SCs out there. I mean, that's talk about just like, no, that's not. No, that's dumb. It's I mean, first of all, I, I, I'm not. This is nothing. I mean, I know it's not knock on loose city, but like I, I, I appreciate the soccer teams more that actually use nicknames instead of just saying club or FC. Like I, I want like, you know, the. The, the Seattle Sounders or whatever. I mean, just just give me something. Like, for, for instance, Louisville needs to be, you know, the, the Louisville Purple Haze. I like Louisville City FC. I mean, I, but it's it so, flows. It's just so basic. I mean, I want... I like basic. I, I, I want more... I like the, my soccer teams to have some nicknames like another like your regular sports teams do. So you want them to be the Louisville Cardinals? Well, I want them to be the Purple Haze. The Louisville Purple Haze. Yeah, and you come you come out of the, the purple smoke and well, they already do that. You've got you've got Jimi Hendrix playing in the background. <laughs> I mean, think about that. <laughs> well, that's, that's a different song, but okay. <laughs> Apparently, it's Sporting Club. I'm wrong about that. SC stands for Sporting Club. Well, that's even lamer. I agree. Come on, I'm just saying we got. We, be cooler. We have some lower logo. I mean, I, I want, I want, I want team names. Texture points out that names. the the bats extra base hit streak did continue at least. Well, wow, that's good. Cause they only had like four hits, didn't they? Well, one of them was one of them turned to be extra base. <laughs> I don't know how long the streak is. I didn't know they had a streak. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm glad. Go bats. Do something. 
Um, at least they're doing better than the Reds. Hey, I, I, Toronto won last night. Props. They beat uh, beat up St. Louis. There you go. Good. Calgary got beat though. I think didn't they? They did overtime. I watched. I turned uh, it on. Saw the, did yeah. you see the tying goal though? No. Well, oh, they went to overtime though. It went. No, no, no. It, third period. Oh, okay. Because but Calgary was, tied it on like a goal from like the other end. It went 132 feet. They were down like three to one, I think, or something. When I when I looked at the score and it said third quarter or third period when I turned on, maybe been early third period then. Yeah, dude. And I was like, oh, they're getting, they're going to get beat. And I just kind of forgot about it. It was it must be like right after you turned it because I think it was like 13 minutes left in the third period. It was right after I turned it on, like dude, all the way on in, in the Calgary zone, like turns and just just clears it, and. The Mike Smith, the the Oilers goalie, just misses. Like doesn't see it. Like goes right by him, and then he does. He does what you what everybody does in that situation. Like looks around. Like starts like blaming people. He's, <laughs> like he just totally misses the puck from the other end, 132 feet. Like it goes. He like, reacts to the last second. It like, goes in. Is that like goalie goal to go type shot? I mean, it, how far? It was how? very close. Like it, it was like the middle of the Calgary zone. It was almost the full length of the ice shot. Like he just like clears it and it goes in, and like the goalie like starts like yelling at his teammates, and everybody's like, "Who is he trying to blame here?" Like he just missed the puck. How big is an ice rink in hockey? 132 feet? I think it's like 160 feet. No, Pretty a basketball sure. court's only 100. I think it's 160 feet. Is it that much bigger than a basketball court? Let me look it up. Did you know, by the way, until you watched before you watched Ted Lasso, that it's 200 feet, 200 feet long really? by 85 feet wide. Did you know that not all soccer like like fields were the same length? I believe that because I've just I've I've got I had that, no idea. I've gotten that from watching like watching a Louisville game and then watching another game and watching like another team play and thinking there's no way that field is that pitch is the same size as the one I just watched. Nice, nice correction to pitch. By You're the way. right. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Like I, I assumed that there had to be some sort of standard size. I knew like when I watched high school games that those weren't as big as like the U of L's field and well, yeah. the the major league field, but that's the same in in all sports uh, besides football, I guess. But I thought I assumed if you were playing professional soccer slash football, that the fields had to be a, a predetermined, like dimensions had to be established. And no, like you, I guess you could make it like five thousand feet by five thousand feet if you wanted to. I'm assuming there's they're, they're set for certain leagues that they have to be at. But I don't I don't think so. I'm still trying to get over the fact to how much bigger a hockey rink is than a basketball Mike and Trev court. talk soccer. There you I go. had no idea a hockey rink was that much bigger than a basketball court. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, 4 o'clock hours up. We'll talk. Let's talk about the UofL-UK basketball game, finding out the date. I'm not crazy about it. Uh, we'll also find out. We had a big question about whether or not these games were going to continue to be staggered, the football and the men's basketball games, as far as where they're played. Uh, we'll answer that question now. We have the answer. We'll discuss that and take more of your text on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Hour number two, up next here on 1450, The Big X. Remember this? You saw that? I don't either, but I. <laughs> but it's on this. I'm not kidding. Again, it's on the soundtrack. I, I usually do six songs in a show. You, today was only five because we were, may or may not have a short show. And I was, I had two songs. I'm like, okay, where are the other 
three fucks I'm gonna do. <laughs> and when I saw just Rick James's name, I was like, "Thank you." If you would have asked like, me to wh- name where it is in the movie, I don't know. I don't even care. If you would have asked me to name three songs from She's All That, I would have I would have said like the the funk show, whatever. Kiss me. And I would have said kiss me, and then I would have been like, "Oh God, I was just, <laughs> my way." I don't know <laughs> what what was popular in 1999. Just see me in the car like 20 minutes with the show trying to think of the same thing. <laughs> Before we get into the the, uh, the date of the UL UK men's basketball game. Little DJ Wagner update. DJ Wagner update. DJ Wagner. We've got conflicting levels of confidence on on both sides of this rivalry. We've got on one side um, Travis Graff, who works for 24-7, or I guess for Rivals. He has uh, made a future cast, which is sort of their crystal ball, like 247 does. DJ Wagner to Louisville. Future cast. He's he's predicting DJ Wagner to Louisville. Okay. On the other side, you've got Kyle Tucker writing a story today, and apparently... Telling people, I, I saw this text earlier. You've got Kyle Tucker apparently telling people that he knows that Cal Perry is kind of telling him, "We got DJ Wagner committed." Like behind the scenes, he's he's been committed for a while. Denial is not only just a river in, in in Egypt. And Tucker writes today on the Athletic, essentially saying, "You know, don't don't just assume because Milt Wagner is now on U of L staff that that the DJ Wagner thing is done." And he says Cal Perry is feeling very confident about the recruitment of DJ Wagner. Yeah. And now you've got, I saw they got a, the, the Dillingham kid who's the n- number three player in that class. Some people think that he's as good or better than Wagner. There was a crystal ball projection that he's going to go to Kentucky. And so some people said, well, maybe this means DJ is definitely going to Louisville if we're going to take Dillingham. But Tucker says no. He says they feel very good about this being an old school Calipari super class. So you've got confidence levels on both sides now about DJ Wagner, which is great. One side, like, like the, we had the texture yesterday who was kind of like, I don't think Louisville fans are going to be that upset if we don't get DJ Wagner. Make no bones about it. At, at this point, and as the the attention and the talk and the excitement level on both sides continues to grow, whoever does not get this kid, oh, they're gonna be pissed. it's going to be a big, big deal. And that side is going to hate <laughs> DJ Wagner when that game is played in two Decembers. It could be he may, regardless, be the most hated player in the rivalry when it's all said and done. It's also, that, before he's even played a game. Who do you think it's more important for? Louisville. You think getting DJ Wagner is more important for Louisville than it is Kentucky? I mean, that's not just me being a Louisville fan, but yeah. I think, I think it is, too. I think for not only just the on the court, but just the going forward and the perspective that, or, you know, through the, that Louisville is, you know, going to be a recruiting school. You know, it's going to get these big kids. I think if you had asked me this like a month ago when Kenny Payne first got hired, I think my answer would have been different just because maybe the memory of Kentucky losing to St. Peter's and on the heels of the nine-win season was too fresh in my mind. And now John Calipari having his old protege, his old right-hand man at his biggest rival coming in and taking this kid that he's been, you know, close to his family with for decades now. He, you know, he got his dad money, all that stuff. He and- was the closest thing to a sure thing going to Kentucky since Michael Key Gilchrist. No question. Like, like he was he was going to go to Kentucky until the Kenny Payne thing happened, and it would have been a huge blow. It would have been a huge like, like another just like the anti Calipari crowd, which was been was at a fever pitch. I'd say a month and a half ago, and of course you know these things. The further you get removed from the last season, the more that people are willing to say, well, well, you know, teams lose to fifteen seeds. It happens before. It hadn't happened to us. It's not great, but. We can look at the big picture and see that it was maybe a blip and we'll move on. But at that time, I was thinking, man, that, that would just be another just gut punch to John Calipari. And it would make that 
ever-growing contingent of, of Kentucky fans that are so upset, all the more contentious. Now, I don't know. If I you mean, get, if you take Milt Wagner, and again, like you're right, like we hired Kenny Payne for the purposes of bringing in big time recruits, we specifically pretty much DJ Wagner. I'm I mean, not, no, not you, yeah. we didn't hire him just for one kid. No, but if you if you're the fan base, as soon as you hire Kenny Payne, you're thinking you're going to get DJ you're Wagner. Pay, you're you thinking you have a very good chance. package deal. Like. And you hire his grandfather, and you're thinking, okay, yeah, we're, we probably should get this kid. I mean, exactly. I think I do think some of it will hinge on how this season goes. If it's a if it's a bad season, if the roster doesn't fill out the way that we hope it does, and this team has a season that's kind of like last year's or maybe just slightly better, then people are going to start to get upset if you don't bring in top ten five star kids, um, especially when you've got their grandfather on staff. And yeah, like I, I think now, especially because we've kind of been there is a segment of Louisville fans that are doing the whole like taunting UK fans, you know you. We're coming for you. I mean, hell, you kind of gave that spiel yesterday. Like, like we're coming for you now. Oh no, they're scared. They see they they see exactly. it on the horizon. And if if we do all that, and we still don't get a guy who played for us and who's on our staff, his grandson to come play for us, then I think it's a worse look for us than it would be. Especially, well, especially if he goes to Kentucky now. If Wagner was to go to like the G League or something, it wouldn't. Yeah, no, I'm talking I mean, just losing yeah, him to yeah. Kentucky. I mean, even going to the G League, to be honest with you, Louisville fans are going It'd be to be bad. They're going to be bitter. Yeah, it, it would be would not be in the same stratosphere as losing him to Kentucky. No, no. And I worry, I worry as much about Milt too, because if he doesn't come here in any capacity, whether it be Kentucky or G League, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot. the Twitter the Twitterverse, the uglies are gonna come out on Twitter and social media towards Milt. Look, it's all love right now, of course. Oh, of course. And it's going to continue to be all love, I think, even through this first season. Okay, it will be it will be all love until DJ makes a decision. But imagine <laughs> a scenario where we're playing Kentucky in December of 2023. Where will that game be, I wonder? It'll be here. It'll be here, okay. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I, you know, I get mixed up on yeah, the back do. and forth, yeah. We're, we don't get DJ Wagner. He comes into the Yelm Center, lights us up. We lose, oh. and then afterwards, like it's all buddy buddy. Like he's bro shit. He's giving his his grandfather a big like lengthy oh, hug. Man. He's bro shaking Kenny Payne. You know how it's. You know what's not going to be love. Oh. That like <laughs> the stands are not going to be like. Oh, what a good feel feel good story. It's going to be even worse than it would have been if he was a no name, no relations number one player. That you're going to have someone go across the line and throw something on the court. I guarantee it. I don't know about that. I wouldn't be shocked, but it would hurt, and people would be upset. You're gonna the, the Twitter. Oh, good lord. The, the, the Twitter, the Twitter, Mike, it would just be me. I'm more about the, I'm more worried about the fans at the game well, than I am too. the Twitter. I mean, yeah, I mean. The Twitter is going to be ugly, but it always is. The fans at the game, I think would be, like, that's a bigger deal. You get booze. It'll be, it will not be pretty. Let's get DJ Wagner. And I mean, if we don't, it's we, not, it's we better get that, somebody right? who's just as good as DJ Wagner, who ends up being just as good as DJ Wagner, because... It would be a, it'd be a not a great look. Now it would be nice though if that did all that happened, but yet we win the game. Well, yeah, it'd be even better. Andy Wagner, yeah, and then like Milt, Milt just like like punches him, like nut taps him. I don't know, like like <laughs> who does it? Milt to, to, to <laughs> yeah. DJ after we beat him, like DX crotch chops him in the handshake. They, line. they get Wagner, but we still a mod Bradshaw, and he just like dunks all over him. We're just gonna call him a mod now, and pretty much yeah, That's fine. unless he signs and we we'll have to remember his real name. I'm good with that. Um, well, I don't forget. To be honest with you, I don't even remember what his real first name was now. Uh, Aaron. 
Aaron, okay. That's close. The sad thing is my first thought was exactly what it was yesterday, which I know it's not Ahmad. I think it's Isaiah. No, no, it's Aaron. <laughs> we got to get this kid's name right. We want to, We want him to come here. He well, loves the, you know, he loves the show. Let's just drop the first name all together. Bradshaw. Just, just Bradshaw. He's like the, the wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Bradshaw and Farouk. Yeah. Let's find a Farouk out there. Nation. Now, you mentioned the, the other big piece of news on rivalry. John Rothstein was the first to report. I don't know how he gets stuff like this, but he, he always knows. He always you hate John Rothstein, don't you? I'm not a big fan. You do. He's never come on the show. He's weird. He's, he's a weird guy. Uh, he's, he's just as weird in real life, too. He called, he called me one day. He's like, why does Rutherford hate me so much? I was like, I don't know, John. If he cared, no, he'd be texting me. <laughs> Have a great day. Have a great day. He, he texts every head coach in college basketball every day. Does Have a, he? Good luck today. Have a great day. Never met John Rothstein. So. He's, well, he's weird. I'm just letting you know. If I have, I've maybe been to say Anyways, he reports um, the news that Louisville Kentucky this year's game going to be played New Year's Eve, January 31st. Uh, not a big fan. Not the yeah. One, I don't like the game uh, just being on a holiday. I don't, I don't like when it's the day after Christmas either. That seems too close. I don't mind New Year's Day so much, but nah. Also, it's we're once again competing with the college football playoff because this is another year where I think this is the last year where they're locked into New Year's Eve. That's... Not great. What for a getting eyeballs in the game that was, by the way, their scheduling part. Yeah, was, well, the, the last the time this happened, scheduling they could have done awful. But <laughs> but so still, bad. like they're still gonna have a lot of eyeballs. And the last time this happened was the 2019 game. The last time we lost pre-pandemic uh, at Rupp Arena. And the only reason why they, I think we did decent TV ratings was because whatever college football playoff game was going on was like a 60 to nothing blowout. Well, so people were looking for something else to watch. So it was over. any of the college football playoff games semifinals besides the what the Georgia. Oklahoma game a few years ago. There's been one yeah. decent, yeah, the rest I think there have been three good ones, and then like all the rest have been just crap. Mm, yep. So that's the the other question. And Greer, I bet I'm my— I'm assuming time was not released, right? Not yet. Okay. We, we won't find out for a while. Greer's been saying for a while, and we've been arguing about this. He's like, you know what? They didn't play the game this year. It was supposed to be at Rupp. I bet they just skip right over that contractually because Louisville had COVID. You can't, and it's going to come back to the Yum Center. And I, I said, I will bet you my meager year salary— <laughs> That Kentucky is not going to go for that. No. That game, I'll bet my life that game's going to be played at Rupp Arena. I will put my ever-eating Arby's again on the line. <laughs> the, the, the Kentucky, and I'm not saying they won't have, but Kentucky will not, not fight that. They will argue that to, yes. Well, I, I'm about to tell you. It, it's official. It's at Rupp Arena this year. Yeah. The game is being played there. It should not surprise oh, anybody. because I wanted Arby's tomorrow. And it kind of, it defeats one of the, look, <laughs> say what you will about the pandemic. It did at least give us staggered football and men's basketball games. Like we were, we finally got to a place where, in the years where the football game was played at Cardinal Stadium, the men's basketball game was going to play it at Rupp, and then the next year it's reversed because it was. I, I was more okay with it being at the same city the same year when the football game was the first of the year because there's like five months between the games. Yeah. You know, last week of August, first week of September, and then last week of December. That's a, a lifetime. There have been times in recent years where the football and basketball games have been played less than a month apart. It's Thanksgiving week, and then boom, it's like December 20th or like December 18th. Last year it was supposed to be what? I think December 15th? It was early. I forget. Um, yeah. Well, two years ago it was early. So that, that feels like it's way, way too close together. And I like the idea of at least getting one of those at home every single year. And now we're right back to where we were before, which is this year, both games in Lexington, and now unless we have another pandemic that cancels a game or another COVID case this year, get your jokes out, UK fans, that has to result in a game cancellation, we're going to be on this pace forever in perpetuity. So that kind of sucks. I don't like that. Yeah, like I agree with you. When 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 there's the time between it, it's nice having it. It's, it's, it having it same places. 
I wouldn't say it's nice, but it doesn't matter really. I mean, it makes more sense when you are just what two months between the games or a month between the games because of the end of it. Yeah, it should be. I think alternating between the sites. I'm okay with that. Well, now the one that got canceled this year was that was like the midweek game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, was going to be like on a early Wednesday afternoon or something. I think that's right. So when is the what day is the New Year's Eve land on this year? Oh God. Um... I mean, and honestly, I know it, it sucks for like rating wise for the game. I'm gonna guess it's the Saturday, but I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I, I probably you would agree to this because I think we we both kind of have the same realm that the New Year's Eve is just the most overrated, stupid. It's holiday. a Saturday. Okay, good. Um, oh, New, Year, New Year's Eve is a Saturday. Yeah, well, that sucks. You're thinking work-wise. Yeah, because I, now we can't get Monday or Tuesday. I can't get a three-day weekend. And especially not now because we're <laughs> reacting to the biggest game of the year around here. That's the way I look at dates now. When I see right that. when you said that, I was like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. Um, yeah, you're, this is your first rodeo on radio, right? You know, uh, But being on, I mean, I guess to me it doesn't matter because, I mean, I'm not going out New Year's Eve anyway. I mean, honestly, it's just. I I I'm I have no problem at being on a date. I just know for ratings, for reasons, then yes, it does suck. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, we're gonna still get good ratings here locally anyway. The one year they did it on because New Year's Eve is not a you know it's not a national holiday. You, people don't get it off for work. And the one year they did it, but on, New Year's Day they do. New Year's Day is. Yeah. But New Year's Eve there was one I think actually multiple times where New Year's Eve was a Friday and they played the game at like noon. And or two, and people were like, well, I mean, I've got to work. Like, this sucks. Well, like, the only, that was more annoying than this. The only time I remember them doing that was when they had the UK bowl game the same day. They did it the David Padgett year. We got blown yeah. out. Yeah. And then the UK then played it, Northwestern like at almost the exact same time in I their bowl think game. It, it also happened in 2010 or 2011. And I remember that just because I was working, because I was working at the time. Like, I had to like, take off to, to watch the game. And you that was obnoxious. Be. Yeah. So annoying. At least we don't have that. Um, I would have been. I'm more. I'd be. I'm more okay with New Year's Day than New Year's Eve too, and maybe that's just because my when the new the the Smokey Walker Triple Double Game was New Year's Day, and I just have such fond memories of that game. Um, Texas says we've been through this time and time before. Louisville fans get their hopes up only to be crushed. It's why the Lou fan base is the dumbest, most delusional in sports. The Lou fan now is that the soccer team? No, he's talking about us. Oh, I mean, when you when you say Lou, though, my mind goes right to the soccer club. Any fan who uses the word delusional is a UK fan. It's like their buzzword. <laughs> they hear it one time, and they're like, yeah, latched onto it forever. That's our word. It is a fun word. Delusional. Why uh, are we delusional, though? They don't, they don't have any. Like any fact or any claim, UK fans can't back it up with anything. I mean, so what, what, what separates us being delusional from being optimistic? Nothing. I mean, is there, I'm just curious what the difference could be. I mean, don't UK fans do this every year where they're like, you know, they're coming off the, the last, basically the last decade. They're coming off of a underachieving season on their end. They are hurt for the first month. And then you get to May, June. Hey, we're loaded. We're going to be loaded. 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 This team's loaded. Look at this loaded. roster. It's loaded. They do the thing where they just read off player names as if it means something. We've got Keon Brooks. We've got Jacob Toppin. Like that was last year. <laughs> loaded. This roster. Loaded. Have you seen his brother play? Here it comes. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, they lose again. It, some might call that delusional. I think Brooks they would in, call it optimistic. Brooks stayed in the draft, didn't he? He did. I think he, whatever he did, he's not going to Kentucky. Yeah, either way, yeah, that's the feeling I was getting to. And who cares? He's not that good. Yeah, he's been, I mean, is anyone going to even notice? Take the tree in the woods. If Keon Brooks doesn't return, does anyone notice? No. I mean, really. <laughs> what are you doing, Keon? Did anyone notice he was on the team last year? Early? I don't think Cal knew he was on the team. <laughs> Texas, why does Mike always call his salary meager? No need to be humble. We all know you have that radio dollar. Well, Glad one of us knows that. 
Hey, don't start. Don't don't downplay it, Mister Mister Fancy Pants over there with your new Pelotron. Peloton. Pelotron. <laughs> I've always called it Pelotron. <laughs> I'm surprised it took you this long to bring it up. Well, you know, I mean, you. I you, almost didn't tell you. You already seemed depressed enough at the beginning of the show. I didn't want to make it sadder that you had to. Bu- you wasted money on one of those things. <laughs> Barry, it was the only thing she wanted for Mother's Day. That's she's the only very, thing she wanted. She's very excited about it. I I've mean, got no problem with it. I'll use it. You're not going to use it. I'll use it. I mean, what? I, I'm not. No. I mean, first of all, if that's what she wanted, then that, that's that's fine with it. You know. Happy wife, happy life. You know, I don't blame you. I mean, you, I kicked the coverage with her anyway. So you I wish let, husband rhymed let, with something. Let, let, <laughs> what could husband be? Nothing. Happy husband who gives a bleep. Pretty much, yeah. Happy husband, whatever. <laughs> Texas, only way, there's only one way to solve this. DJ Wagner to Bellarmine. <laughs> Get in there, Scotty. Get in there. Make that NIL money. Free shenanigans for life. What a little fan's reaction to if he goes to Bellarmine. I mean, honestly, I would just laugh. I mean, I think I would. There's a part of me that would love it. I mean, I think there would be some little fans that would just get so angry. It's it's poor Scotty. I would love it. We gave you a chance. We were going to give you Chad Millard. Dexter says, UK fans define delusional. They print 40 and 0 t-shirts every year. They think they're going to be running the table. Sorry, they'll never be IU. I love it. No. Texas says Naga, Naga, not going to go to Kentucky. Am I right? <laughs> uh, Texas, help, please help dispel the rumor that Josh Hurd offered Mick Cronin before pain. The rumor is making the rounds from the Jurich crowd. I, well, I don't know. I don't think there's. I can't say with 100% certainty. I'll say everything that I heard said that's not true. I'm that's, sure he talked to. to, to I, Mick. Believe, I, I believe that there was a talk. I don't think that a. To my knowledge, the job was not offered to anybody besides Kenny Payne. I think that there were people who, like, like even the Scott Drew stuff, I think there was a kick the tires on Scott Drew, and he kind of said, thanks but no thanks. But it's not like an offer was made in that situation. I don't even know if there was ever even a conversation between the two. I think it was more of just, get let's get a feel what he want to talk to us about it. And For sure, exactly. He, you know, appreciate it, that'd be awesome, but I'm good here. No reason to bother even paying the long-distance fee. Exactly. Do they still charge long-distance fees? So I, I, I can't say beyond the shadow of any doubt that that's not true. I would just say that everything that I'd heard, and I did have you know people who were, were plugged in the situation say that that's not the case. So I don't think that's true at all. But not gonna, I can't say with 100% certainty. Um, Texas says, with your meager salary, did you buy the knockoff Peloton, the Pelotron? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean you could, all you do is just go down to any – any used store and get a any old stationary bike it's the same thing and save yourself like hundreds of dollars trevor all due respect your opinions on exercise equipment <laughs> do i have to finish the statement I, I, I yeah i don't understand what do you mean <laughs> what are you talking about have you done your research here? <laughs> i mean it's a stationary bike it does nothing different than other than you get a tv screen on it with somebody either a, a hot dude or a hot girl yelling at you well you have to i think it like raises levels and like it simulates going up hills and doing stuff well, just get a bike and go up a hill then. Well, I don't want to. Be, I, I got breathing problems outside. I got the pots. Don't give these a pots crap on this. This one. is a pots thing. <laughs> Take us your thoughts on the L. Ellis interview. I know, I know he did two today. I didn't see him. He was on um, the. He was on with with Drew, and then he was on with Maven and Rummage. And I did hear parts. Not taking it personal, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, I did hear parts of the interview with Drew. The the parts that I heard. I mean, he basically. 
he said what we all thought, which was that last year was a cluster bleep. Early, I mean, <laughs> the the more that I hear about last year, also the more that I was like, I didn't even know, like it was worse than I thought it was, and I feel like I have. I, I mean, just give me one example. <laughs> he basically said, like during the summer, you would have thought that Ross McMains was the head coach, like he was running practice, and then when uh-huh. you get to the official start of practice in in late September, Chris Max kind of running the show, and then you've got the suspension happening and then Mike Pegues is running the show and then Mac is back, but nobody like really respects him. Nobody's listening to Mac and they're still kind of listening to Pegues. They're still kind con- and like McMaines has been sidelined because the offense isn't going well. So now he just like doesn't do anything. And, and so LS was basically like, we had no idea who to talk to. Like we didn't know who to go to if we had a problem or a question. We felt like nobody like was putting our interests first. I think of all these guys and, and Kale Fennel sounds like the only guy that the players like really liked. Whether that's fair or unfair, like all of them were just like, we loved Coach Fennel, uh, Fentanyl in your words, Trevor. Yeah. And like, everybody else, they kind of like. Curious who you were talking about for a We second. didn't even know who to talk to. Like, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know who was running practice. We didn't know what the system we were supposed to be playing was. We didn't know anything. It sounds like it, sounds like it was as poorly run. It wasn't the worst season maybe in the history of global basketball, but the most poorly run and organized season in the history of global basketball. I'm most surprised that if, if, that's, if McMahon's was doing practices before like Matt came back. I'm surprised they didn't go to him as the interim coach when Mac was suspended. Well, he wasn't the associate head coach. Oh, technically, okay. But yeah. why, then why was he running the practices over Piggies at the beginning? My guess is they were working so hard to install this the revo- offense, revolutionary, yeah, sure, revolutionary yeah. new offense That's that he it. was having to, you know, that was dominating most of practice. And clearly we reaped it's, the benefits of it. You stand in that corner, you stand in that corner, you on that elbow, you you play pick and roll with this guy. Be good. Yeah. That guy with the ball, uh, be good. I, that must have taken hours of teaching to do. Go out there and make a play <laughs> or pass it to an open shooter. Miss the shot. God. That was the offense. Which corner did I run to? That would have that one. Oops, oops, just running into each other. The sad thing was at the beginning of the year, too, like you could kind of see, like we were getting a lot of open looks. We just weren't making. I'm like, well, at some point, somebody's going to have to make something. Like, oh, I remember this conversation. We said this minute. Now that was delusional. <laughs> I was thinking it was. All look, we had to do is start making shots. Look, Trev. Look, 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 look. You got to make shots. <laughs> I've heard. Got to make shots. Yeah. Don't make shots. Not going to go well. Um, the other thing that I like that he talked about, he talked about Mike James, kind of how the he's looked very guy, good so far, yeah. and he spoke very highly of him. Um, I mean, he's also said, it sounds like we've talked about the comparisons between Kenny Payne and John Calipari, and, and Kane kind of, uh, Payne sort of mimicking a lot of Calipari's rhetoric and probably taking a lot from his time at Kentucky and implementing it here at Louisville. It sounds like, at least from a conditioning standpoint, he's going to be more Rick Patino than anything else because he's talking like LLS was like treadmill, 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 conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. Like it is a ton of running. It's going to be even more running once we really get going in the summer. Like if you're not in good shape, it's going to be the most apparent thing ever. I like that because when we were like with Rick, there were so many games. I felt like there was like at least 10 games a year where a team was coming out and they're playing like a house of fire early. I always make the, the comparison. I always use like the Keno Davis Providence teams as the example. They would always come out and just run with us, get up and down, shoot the lights out. And all of a sudden it would be like 30 to 20 Providence is up on us halfway through the first half. And you're like, my God, these guys are going to hang 150. And then you would just say, hold on, like see what happens in the second half. And by the time you got seven or eight minutes into the second half, they were dead. We were still playing at the same speed that we were five minutes into the game. We just outlasted teams because we could play at that style for a full 40 minutes and pretty much nobody else that we played 
could hang with us yeah, because I, we were the best conditioned team in college basketball. I almost kind of like this. Like I used to think, I used to think we were always doing like the Ali rope dope on people. Exactly. Just we Good would just, just, just sit back and just you know we, they would they'd come at us full speed. We're going at them too, but we're just kind of chilling on the ropes a little bit. And then as in another way that Coach K would say, we would then lay the boom on them. Yeah. And then come at and then when they're, they're holding their knees and they're holding their shorts, we're just going. Right, well, let's get started. And the last four years, I've kind of felt like. If the other team comes out like a house of fire and they're hitting everything and they're getting up and down and you know they've opened up a thirty to five lead on us, like the game's over. <laughs> like we're not coming back. Like I have had so little hope for big comebacks. The the one exception was sort of when we let L. Ellis go God mode this year, and even then you knew it was going to take like a, a full on miracle to come all the way back. But with Patino's teams, you never felt out of it. One, the style of play, and two, how well conditioned those teams were. And I would love to get back to that. I also want to get back well, to Well, you can start with the West Virginia game as being setting the the the, the, for sure. the cursor for that mentally going for you know for the next you know 15 or years. Like all of our Marquette wins. Or yeah. the twenty twelve Florida game. When they come out like that game mimicked that 05 West Virginia game so much. They came out, Bradley Beal and those guys, they hit like seven of their first ten threes. They were on fire. They opened up that big lead. And still, like even with Peyton Siva fouling out with a, a solid amount of time in the second half, we just wore them down. And they were dead at the end of the game, and we weren't. And I want to get back to that. I want to get back to being an elite defensive team. Um, I want all that stuff to happen. Hey, I'll, <laughs> I want to win a lot of games. Let's, bold opinion, hot take. I'd love to start winning again. Apparently, that Iona didn't do that in the tournament, which is why an athletic, a, new athletic, a competent athletic trainer is now needed. Got to get a new trainer. <laughs> because they ran out of gas against whoever they played. Was it Fairmount or something? Like yeah. That? Fairfield? It was not, Fair, not Fairmount. Fairmount. <laughs> I believe they lost to Ryder. Hardly know her. Texture says, Coach Milt is our new Coach Fentanyl. There you go. He's the liaison. He's the, the, the nice player. guy. I think, well, I think they don't, you don't even really need that now. Cause hopefully Kenny Payne's going to be that guy too. Like he's, he was definitely that guy before. You got to have a bad cop to go with good cop, right? Who's going to be the bad cop? Josh Jameson. Throw him out. It's got to be. Yeah. Jameson is going to be the whipping boy. Or Manning. Cause Manning's the old guy. I can see the that. Older, yeah. I can see where Manning's a little bit harder on the guys. Yeah. And, and, and everybody else kind of comes I would in. see Nolan as being the good guy. The guy they go to to like vent about, you know. Like Danny gets on him, and then like they're going off the court, and no one walks up and goes, "It's okay, buddy." He's the younger guy too. He, yeah. He's the like you know, I was in your shoes not that long ago. I know what it's exactly, like. Yeah, like I can like Manning, you know, Manning and Payne, and now Milt. Like, there's only so much you can relate when it comes to like an actual my playing days compared to your playing days when you played in the '80s, and these guys are you know in 2022. Nolan is is young enough that he I think can relate to them on that level. Exactly. It's good to have that. I think have that guy on your staff. It is. Um, Texas, speaking of soccer, shout out to the Barrett Boys Soccer for winning the school's first ever JCBS championship last night. Adds a picture. Shout out to the Barrett Boys. Barrett, yeah. Were they rivals of yours back in the day, Trev? Uh, that's middle school, right? Barrett middle, yeah. Yeah, we didn't. I don't remember having a soccer team at Westport. It's okay. I think all we had was boys and girls basketball only. Texas, if says, I remember right. And then, of course, basketball team, my seventh grade year, the coach like, quit at the beginning of the year and they just put like the science teacher in as the head coach. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. <laughs> Texture just says Domino's. No idea what that means. Uh, are we talking like pizzas now? I guess. I didn't pizza and bread. When's the last time you had pizza? <sighs> a few days ago, I think. I don't remember last time I ordered a pizza. Texture says Pelotron is one of the new Decepticons and the newest Transformers <laughs> Rise of the Beast. <laughs> Pelotron. <laughs> but I just, I just don't get it. Uh, yes, I understand that. Of all the things that I should probably give zero advice for, exercise equipment is probably right there at the top of the list, right next to toothpaste. But I just don't understand. 
it's a it's a freaking exercise bike, man. You're just you're you're going in one space. You don't understand. You said it right off the bat. You'd never say anything else. I mean, yeah, I just I say this as somebody who's never used a Peloton. TJ, TJ and I have gone over this because this was a KRC thing for a while, where I just because him and Nick both got one and they were like loving it and. I just don't. I just, just. I, I, congr- I, like I told you last night. Congratulations on that very expensive clothing rack you just bought. No, we're gonna use it. <laughs> Whatever. It's gonna have clothes on it within six months. I'm gonna Facetime you every time I'm on that bike. Every time. <laughs> We've been on it yet? No. Did they bring somebody to set it up? What, yeah. How's that work? Okay. Yeah, they brought it in. They set it up. It's not nearly as big as I thought it was gonna be. Not the first time I've ever <laughs> But the screen, I mean, you, you got a nice little TV screen on it, though. Yeah, it's nice. Are you going to are, are you gonna go at, because TJ supposedly says he still does his. I believe TJ. Uh, He's in good mo- shape. Most of my other friends who have gotten it and said, oh, I'm going to use it, have all become clothing racks now. Um, right next to their thigh master and their, their sit-up machine. I'm wondering how long, I mean, if you're going to stay on it, you can, are you going to, like, Compete against TJ on the groups. Oh, I'd like to do that. Yeah, you can get like, you can find him on there and compete against him. My pots though. <laughs> the, I need a pots group. Pots, pots group. Well, a, well, I tell you right now, that's a different group down on the Pelotron. That's more. That's more on the Halo. <laughs> Texas. So I keep nurturing and wetting my peonies every day, sometimes twice a day. But all I'm getting is length growth, not girth. Does this sound right to you? <laughs> I still don't believe that everybody knows that's a flower. <laughs> I don't I mean, whatever. Texas, <laughs> Texas Jets pizza. Good pizza. Oh, Jets pizza. That's your go-to? I like Jets. Not my go-to, but I like it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Texas, Texas says, fitness instructor here. There is an actual spectrum, spectrum of good indoor cycles, but they are overpriced. Yeah, Mary used to do, she did cycle bar a lot. Um, cycle? Before, it's one of those, like, you know. Indoor, like you, you go there. They have like an instructor. It's like a, it's a real in-person live Peloton, like basically. In class. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And she would do that all the time. And now, you know, we have kids, and it's tougher to get out and do well, the thing. Yeah, yeah. But it is expensive. It's pricey. And I think if you like, if she uses this, and I use it, just like at least a couple times a week, like we're saving money. It's way more pricey than going to Orange Theory or cycle bar or soul cycle or one of those places um yeah yeah all those places i mean again you could just go to play it against sports and buy buy a stationary bike for like 75 bucks and be the same thing texas diorios <laughs> i've never been i've heard good things though i love diorios texas says jets is fire it is it's uh, good but there's a fire coming to it with it in texas says trev walks with arby's breath and doesn't brush his teeth I, was there a point to that text you brush your teeth yeah he's mouthwash mostly what yeah come on Text us to TK and friends. Who has the best pizza in Louisville? My vote is Bonnie and Clyde's. Do we have any sort of advertising deals that we? Because we had this discussion on a different radio show one time, and then we realized we, we had like a sponsorship. <laughs> we didn't have the sponsorship for. Well, long. first of all, when has that ever stopped us before on here? <laughs> I mean, well, one of us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think we have any pizza com- uh, connections, but we could. I Hit don't. Us up. I like. I, I mean, I do like, like your your bare nose and your wicks. Those are obviously two two the Louisville style pizza. And now they get crapped on because like they're not they're, they're too mainstream to Louisville people. Like, oh, you guys oh, like no, bare nose and wicks. They're good. still good. Yeah. Um, I will never talk bad about either. Outside those two, though, I mean, I'm mostly just your fast food pizza guy. You know, your Papa John Pizza Hut, Jets. You know, Little Caesars. Even though I won't eat Little Caesars since they gave me food poisoning back in the '90s. Um, but if that's the case, then I'm. I mean, I'm I'm still a Papa John's guy. I 
if we're talking chains, I like Papa John's. I like Coles right next to me. That's like the sort of the the fire, um, brick fire, like Italian style that. pizza. It's good. Um, never, I've never heard of them. I like I like Impala's Dairies. I like them, yeah. um, what was the, what? There's one downtown, like New York style pizza place downtown. It's like on on Sabaros. No, <laughs> I'm gonna go get me a New York. Slice. I didn't know if you were gonna get that reference. I or think not. it's a it's like old school NY pizza or something. I used to get it when I worked downtown a lot. It was I'm really really not good. With it. Um, I like. I do miss the Barros though. I like them. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. They're double stack. Those double stack pizza slices were good. Um, Sicilian pizza and pasta is good. They, I used to love was the Frankfurt Avenue pizza was was fantastic. Clifton's, Clifton's, thank you. That that was fantastic. It's closed now. Yeah, I know that was. Uh, I remember. I think I told you the the mom's boyfriend that took me to Wayne's World. That's yeah. That was where he would always take me to Clifton's too, because like, they dated for like three or four years. Like Clifton's he would take me good. to Clifton's for was, a birthday was too. Good. Yeah, I I, I, I like Clifton's. Uh, <laughs> I used to get the calzone. It was awesome. Let's take a break. That, now the text line has become pizza related, or uh, of course. What, what do you What do you think? We've got other things I'm, to talk about. My bad. <laughs> Texas Totino's frozen. Totino's frozen. You can't go wrong. I just I'm not really you. You naming off all these places makes me feel like I've like dropped the ball on my pizza pizza search. Got to get out. I guess so. Got to get out there. Uh, before we go to break, reminding you guys, Shady Rays sunglasses. It's not Had a. Had them on today. Yeah, I wore them in today. Love my pair. I'm enjoying them. They're polarized. They're nice. They're fancy. And you can save 25% on your first purchase from Shady Rays using the promo code BIGX when you check out. And the best thing about Shady Rays, if you break a pair, lose a pair, whatever, in the first 30 days, they send you a new pair for free. ShadyRays.com is the website. Um, they're new. They're fantastic. They're giving you great deals. If you lose a pair, like Trevor always does, like I've done before, doesn't matter. They're giving you a free pair. A lot of styles. Trevor has like the pair that you would wear in the pool. He's looking very cool. Um, I've got a, a nice black pair. I've got a nice timber pair. I'm feeling very good about them. ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code BIGX. 25% off. And if you lose them or they're broken or they're stolen, they're going to replace them for free. Oh, yeah. I, just, I, wear, I, wear my, I wear my shades in the pool, but not my shirt. I'm the one fat guy that won't wear a shirt in the pool. I, I respect the hell out of that. I'm you, like, you know, nor should it. you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I uh, Texas Danny Max is awesome as well. I, that was the one that I was in. Crack sticks are fantastic. Love Danny Max. See, cracks. Crack sticks, try them. You'll never go back. You'll love them. <laughs> right up your alley, Trev. I don't even know what to do with that name. Right up your alley. Crack sticks. They're good. Like a chain of weed. <laughs> you, you marinate on that. We'll come back from the break. We'll talk more about it. Mike Rutherford Show rolls on next year on 1450 The Big X. Welcome back in. Mike Rutherford Show. Wrapping up hour number two here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, The Big X. I kind of remember this song now. I think this is supposed to be playing when she's doing the painting in the basement. She's angry. Yeah. The the last song, by the way, not not Rick James was the one before that, was when, like, the beginning of the movie. Okay. was, like, I guess when, uh, yeah. I I don't remember the song either. I don't remember any of the other songs, honestly, obviously, that we've talked about other than the main two. But, yeah, apparently they were on there. This is Liz Fair. I all, only reason I remember 
I remember Liz Fair had that. Why can't I breathe whenever I think about you? And the next line was, why can't I speak whenever I talk about you? Which made no sense. <laughs> it was like a popular radio song. I'm like, are we just gonna let this slide? I honestly, I didn't know Liz Fair was actually a person. I thought it was just like I always think it's Liz Lilith Fair. No, Liz. Like Fair. I didn't know there were two different. There was like an actual band. There's a difference. There's our a singer, and then there's actual the 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 music festival. She's a singer. Okay. Did Liz Fair ever play at Lilith Fair? Maybe. <laughs> Seems possible. <laughs> Did I just blow your mind? <laughs> Texas Trevor, right up your alley, the crack sticks, uh, seeing you were arrested for possession of crack paraphernalia. It was a black and mild tip. Look, it's a fact. It wasn't even my black and mild. I didn't even smoke black and mild. Never have. Uh, he also said, and in case you had missed it, the Rick James song is the scene when Matthew Lillard is dancing at the party and his girlfriend gets aggravated that he's dancing again, taking all the attention. Matthew Lillard's underrated. That he's, yeah. Matthew Lillard's always underrated. He is. He, yeah, right. He is. He is the the comic relief in Scream. What did What did you do it? For Peer sure. pressure. <laughs> Texas. The text line keeps devolving. I love it. By summer's end, we are going to be a bunch of goblins. I feel like the text line loves it when this happens, and there are people listening who are just like who don't text in. They're like, no, no. <laughs> like the these twenty five a holes are ruining it for everybody else. They've just taken over. Um, <laughs> they're bringing up pizza now Texas I love my exercise equipment I use it often it makes me feel great Trevor should try getting more exercise he'd feel better and we'd all be happy we like having him around I, I'm not I'm not dismissing getting exercise equipment my problem is paying four figures plus when you can just get the same thing for Wait, four figures plus <laughs> so five figures like a pet porno <laughs> <laughs> Figures, not fingers. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Woo! Uh, that's not going to be good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can just, again, why spend over, you know, a grand, 1500 2000 whatever, plus you got to pay for the, uh, to get, you know, the description of somebody yelling at you on the screen when you can just, for, for an exercise bike, you can buy for like a couple hundred bucks. I need to be yelled at. Push it. Well, if you like, I can make a tape and send it to you for like five I don't want to be yelled at by you. I'm, be, I'm a good yeller. No. Come on, Mike. Get up on it. You got this, buddy. I would just laugh the whole time. I'd, I'd fall <laughs> off the bike. Like, just right now, I can't stop laughing. Texas, open a restaurant that sells, that sells school lunch pizza. That <laughs> You'd have, like, nostalgic customers for a week, and then it would completely bottom out. Yeah. I, <laughs> this is going to be a hot take. I never understood like the love for the, the school pizza. Like, I didn't either. It was. I get it, it's. It's fine. I get it. It brings you back to memories of childhood when you know things were great and blah 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 and yada yada yada. What was really in that sausage? But I, I didn't trust it. I mean, the pizza itself it. was never very that good. I, you know what I always liked? I was more of a fan of the mashed potatoes. It came in a little, you know, a little big, yeah. the perfect scoop of mashed potato ball that was right there in the. Uh, I'm not gonna act like I was a fan of any grade school lunch. It's just uh, not good. I mean, you probably fancy. You probably had like. I'm surprised you didn't have more like fast food places at your grade your grade schools. I told you I went to Wilder. Yeah, well, I, again, I went to Wilder when I went to preschool though, but not as elementary school. Uh, te- very next text. Eating public school pizza squares while watching Transformers movies and riding my Pelotron all at once makes for a good Friday night. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like heaven. <laughs> Texas Spinelli's. I like Spinelli's. Spinelli's was all right. Just. You had to go pick it. I mean, that's Spinelli's was like the ultimate like stoner White Castle pizza. Oh, yeah. It was late night. I mean, it that's was, yeah. It was a great place to have drinks, too. I mean, they used to have the one on Westport Road by, by Rolling Hills and 
I mean, don't even bother trying to get that thing delivered. Texas, the music festival is Lilith Fair. What would I call it? I mean, I don't know. I, I, just I thought I called it Lilith Fair. I, did, I thought you did, too. Yeah, did I say Lily Fair? Or are or, or texter? Are you understanding that I'm trying to tell you there's a Liz Fair and a Lilith Fair? Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think that person was following. Yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you that there's there are two different people or I guess people. I are. just assumed that you mispronounced it. I didn't really hear it. I thought you got it right, but when the texter texted it, I was like, I'm sure. He, I'm I, maybe I did in cases like this, I'm going to side with the texter. Did I say fingers instead of figures earlier too? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, or you just heard that. Texas, I agree with Trevor about saving money. We saved thousands when we bought a used gym quality treadmill on yes. Let Go. Thank you. I don't even know what that means. What does what mean? It means they, it means they didn't go out and know what let go is. Oh, that's one of those. I know because the commercials. Well, we bought a cheap treadmill, but we had the peloton. Texas, forget the peloton, TK. Maybe Arby's will come out with a healthier double roast roast beef. <laughs> well, I don't want that. I mean, if it's healthier, it means it's not as good. Come on, I mean, I'm not going to Arby's for my health. Texas, Trevor said Liz Fair. Yeah, but Liz Fair is the artist. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Liz Fair is a musician. She did the song that was in the movie, and he's also talking about what if Liz Fair played at Lilith Fair. He couldn't differentiate between the two back in the day, and apparently the text, the text line can't now. <laughs> I told you. It's confusing. It is very confusing. By the way, she spells her name P-H-A-I-R. She did. Texter yeah. says she did play at, Liz, at Lilith Fair. Oh, she did? Okay. There you go. Blew your mind. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of mind-blowing, is it not? Texas Spinelli's was only good when you were drunk as hell at 4.30 a.m. and oh, continuing yeah. your night of poor decisions. I, yeah, you yeah. had to be. No yeah. one ate Spinelli's sober. I mean, I, I know that used to be that's a joke with White Castle, kind of, but you can eat White Castle sober. You could not eat Spinelli's sober. No, it's impossible. I did one time. I, I didn't realize that you couldn't order, like, a smaller size pizza if you wanted to get, like— Oh, there's a, only one size? Yeah, there's only one it size. It wouldn't fit in my fridge, and I was like, well— <laughs> It was the first year I was covering the NCAA tournament. It's 2012. <laughs> and I was like, well, not sure what to do here. I guess I'm eating this whole thing tonight. You um, ate a whole Spinelli's pizza? No, I didn't. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> it's actually a great time to buy a pellet on BC Prices because they've uh, dropped uh, beca- on because prices have dropped post-pandemic. Yeah, you you thought I was paying like three thousand dollars. Well, was way that's way what less. they were when they first like started. They were popular to see years so eleven hundred bucks. That's that's still that's still still eight hundred more than you needed to pay. Nah, disagree. I, I and, then, and on top of everything, you have a finance guy, dude. Like uh, he should have been like, no, bad Rutherford. He has a Peloton. <laughs> he has stock in Peloton. He's got a Peloton. <laughs> um, Texas, can I buy Shady Rays at Thornton's? No. <laughs> you need to go both places. It's <laughs> a great text, though. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Texas, I ate Spinelli's drunk last week. I don't regret it. It's like going to La Bamba. I never did the La Bamba thing. <laughs> the only, I've been to La Bamba one time. I went with um, me and my buddy. My buddy convinced me. He was like, he wanted to hook up this girl. And he's like, You're, I'm, she's got a roommate. Come with me, blah, 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 blah. And so we go out to this, like, this, uh, her house, like, midnight. And we get out there, and I kid you not, like, the roommate looks, I mean, could, is the identical to, like, Macy Gray. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Well. <laughs> um, and very, and not like time that, like, it's very annoying. And, like, the girl he's trying to hook up was kind of annoying. And kind of to make a long story short, we're like, well, we're out of papers. We'll, we'll run up the store and get some papers. So I don't know why I would tell you, you know, who knows why we need the papers. So we're going to go to the car. Newspapers? And me and my buddy, my buddy and Rubens, we look at each other like, you know what? 
it's maybe not worth it. I was like, let's go. Let's go see if La Bamba's is open. And we're like, if they're open, we're going to get La Bamba's and we're just going to go home. We're not coming back here. And I remember my roof goes, and they're not open. We're going to Taco Bell, go home, and not come back here. <laughs> and luckily for us, La Bamba's is open. Only time I've ever eaten there. <laughs> Texas says Trevor's not against exercise and he does the chris farley bennett brower gift the air quotes i I don't wear a conventional deodorant (laughs) you don't eat their own dandruff (laughs) the good good stuff do uh, shady rays come in fluorescent frames they do they do yeah um texas go get drunk and go to la bamba or sober honestly their tacos are pretty good is spinelli's i'm not to go back to spinelli's but (laughs) Well, is there any? Is there any left? Like, I knew, yeah, there's one right across from us in St. Matthews. Is that still there? Okay, yeah. I didn't it know. went away for a little bit, then came back. All right, I wasn't sure. Uh, they had like a reopening party. Okay, I, I knew. I thought that I knew that when he closed it one time. I didn't know it reopened. Texas says Louisville guards update. I'm getting anxious. Same text that he sent in the last time. Louisville gardens guards update. Oh, I <laughs> said Louisville guards. Here's your Louisville guards update for the day. We have not gotten a commitment from a guard yet. <laughs> but yeah. Mike James is coming back. Mike James is coming back. He's looking good, according yeah. to Ellis. Yeah. yeah, they did ask Al. They're like, I guess you better be conditioned if you're going to be the only guy dribbling <laughs> the ball this year. He's like, yeah. And L also, I mean, he said what you were seeing a lot of fans say, where I think he got asked the question on the radio today. You know, like, you're the only full-on guard on the roster right now. Like, are you getting a little bit nervous? And he said, you know, he, he said what you would expect him to say. But he said, no. I know that Kenny Payne's going to go out and get some talented guys. I've, I've heard that we're in on some, some high-quality players. It's the last thing that I'm worried about right now. I believe our roster is going to be ready to compete next year. I know he's going to get guys. We keep hearing it. It's All you can do is just trust in Kenny Payne at this point because it's been a, it's been a while. I mean, it's, it's May 25th. We've got one guard. <laughs> well, you know, to the, just got to trust him. I'm going to say that. Do be patient and and do trust him because you know what initially when he got here, all we ha- all we heard was all oh, Mills going to be part of the staff. Mills going to be here. Mills going to be this. Then we filled out the staff with Manning, Smith, and and Jenna and Jenna, and it's like okay, you know, like where's Mill? We're not going to get Mill. We're, we're panicking. Oh no, we're, we're not going to get Mill. We're not going to get DJ. And here comes Mill eventually. We got, we, him, yeah. we got him. It all happens. Like I said, just give let, let let the cake bake to steal the line from one of our. Uh, uh, so, uh, radio uh, rivals over here. Let, Not let a rival. I love Bob. Uh, I know. I know. Love you, Bob. <laughs> we do. He loves the show. I, I love Bob too. He's listening right now. So let's let the cake bake. Let, let's give it time, and and the guards will come. I mean, we still have what four spots left? Three spots left? We got four scholarships out there. Yeah, we still got four left. It's okay. If we get, if we get Imani Bates and Malachi Smith, I'll feel I'll feel like we have a team that has the potential to be pretty good. Would you trade both those two for Hunter? Yes. Okay. That's not just base for Hunter Bates and well Bates one hundred percent I trade for Hunter. I know you would. If it's both them, that's why I didn't bother asking that because I know the answer to that. Ah uh, man, that's tough. Yes, only because, and I, I hope I'm proven wrong. I know Tyrese Hunter can run point effectively. I don't know that LLS can run point effectively. I think he can in spurts. We saw that last year, but we also saw him dribble the ball off his foot with nobody around him like four times so <laughs> four times like, i think average like one yeah, a game it was, it was too much <laughs> hunter can run the show he absolutely is is one of the best on ball defenders in college basketball mm-hmm. the, the thing is there's i don't really think there's any point in discussing this anymore because it sounds like 
were not a possibility for Tyrese Hunter. I mean, you think he would have announced by now at some point, though. He's but waiting for the bag. He's competing bags wait, down there in wait, the Southwest. Wait for the check to clear. He wants to see what Texas is going to, if they can up the ante a little bit. Um, I think he's probably going to go to Texas, and if he doesn't, I think he's going to go to a program that gives him more. Uh, we'll see. Um, and one thing, Kenny, so what Kenny see yesterday in this press conference, we're not, we're not here about the nil. We want people that are that want to be here, not just want to get paid. And then he also was like, but we've got good nil. Yeah, like, just, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> um, Texture says, I know Liz played at Lilith. I think he said Liz. This is like that whole Pam Pan dilemma. Pan Pam? It from The Office. I don't remember that one. Where he says Pan? Pam? That might have been one of the late. Was that a later season? No, it was early. I just don't remember it, I guess. Texture says, did Trev just say, do be patient or do be patient? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Texture says Trevor Keels looking around uh, besides draft was a rumor this week. Trevor Keels, did he enter the draft? Yeah. To my knowledge, he's just gone. I can't imagine. I mean, he's just gone. He's disappeared. No, I mean, he's. Yeah. <laughs> no one's seen him since, he, since the Yum Center. I, hey, if Trevor Keels wants to come here. <laughs> I mean, I'd be open for it. He did not. Uh, he has not declared because so we got the deadlines coming up June first, right? Okay. Which I'm going to do a preseason top twenty five for SB Nation after the deadline happens. But he is not on the we'll list. Break that down on the show. Can't wait for it. He is not on the list of guys who have declared and intend to remain in the draft. Trevor Kills. But I think the assumption is he's going to return to Duke if he comes back. If if it's possible that he's looking around, hell yeah! Are you kidding me? Yeah. Bring him in. Kick Joey Baker's ass out of here. Could, I, I can always use another successful Trevor in the city. Would I take Trevor Keels if it meant also having to take Joey Baker? <laughs> yeah. You hate Joey Baker. I do. I do. You hate Joey Baker so much. I'm not a fan. Uh, perhaps, oh, that Texas, might be an understatement. The, the Pan Pam thing is Step Brothers that he's talking about. Ah, uh, well, see, I've never seen Step Brothers always. Through. It's good. Texas, if ever, if we ever need a day for Trevor Frivolity, or as I call it, Trevolity, today is the day. Yeah. Good point. I mean, I have yet to break down all of she's all that. That's fine. Uh, we, we'll do that after the break. I feel just like Julia Roberts without the hooker thing. <laughs> <sighs> we we got to take a break. We have 30 minutes left in the show before we hand it over to Indiana High School Baseball. Looks like the weather's going to hold off, at least for now, to make them uh, start. We've got more UofL UK talk to get to. There are a couple of other items that I, I want to discuss. Um, we've got KRC text now coming in that we'll read. Uh, all the rivalry KRC stuff. Text. Why not? We'll revisit the baseball thing going on, too. A disappointing day for the, the cards. Disappointing day for the bat. It's a disappointing day all around. We'll discuss all that coming up in hour number three of the Mike Rutherford Show. It comes your way next here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X. Nothing gets the 5 o'clock hour of sports radio show going like sixpence none the richer. <laughs> well, first of all, I almost want to pause the show and come here and give you a high five on knowing the artist. Of course. How would, did you forget? This song was everywhere in 99. I know, but I don't know why. It's like, I, you, if you would ask me, I'd been like, I don't know, Letters to Cleo or something. I mean, so kiss me. I mean, it's also the song that's one of those songs right here. I'm like, kiss me. 
Na 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 Do 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 You don't know. All you know is the kid. <laughs> by the down by the broken treehouse. Odd place, odd aesthetic for a nice makeout session. I know there's something about barley too. I mean, I guess she's drunk. I don't know. I mean, you wear those shoes, and I wear that dress. <laughs> I feel like he's a lot less pressure on him. Wear those shoes. Man, I'm gonna wear it. We had more time. I kind of want to get the lyrics and like break these down like an autopsy. Uh, like, yeah. can we figure out what this song is really about? It sounds like Indiana High School baseball might not sound start on time. <laughs> we may be doing that from 5:30 to six. I mean, let's let's see what the real meaning behind "Kiss Me" by uh, I don't know. Crap, it doesn't have it on. Who, who sings it again? Sixpence on the richer. Okay. If you have to ask that question, the answer is always drugs. <laughs> Somehow, every song is actually about drugs. It's true. It's like "I Love You" from Barney. Technically about Coke. Is it really? No, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You love me. We've uh, do lines all through the. <laughs> okay, well that's not. We we don't need to do that. Was that the next verse? I didn't realize. No, it. no, no. Um, we've we've had an interesting two hours. Like. I got. I was not planning on getting sentimental at the start of the show about uh, what happened yesterday. I, I did. I'm not going to do it again. Um, Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We we got into the Louisville baseball team. Rough day for them. They lose to Pitt, which makes tomorrow's game against Georgia Tech meaningless. They are uh, officially now, I guess unofficially, but officially, out of the ACC tournament. They will not play in the semifinal rounds. Next up for us is, is finding out who we're going to play in the NCAA tournament, which tomorrow's game, I guess, might have a small impact on what yeah, seed they are. Tomorrow's game was kind of irrelevant regardless. Well, yeah, right? they, they I mean, either were advancing and playing tomorrow or they were getting eliminated and yeah. playing tomorrow. So Either way, no one cares about Georgia Tech. Nobody cares, well, which is a you know a statement you can make <laughs> in any weather, in any situation. Sorry, Pastner. We've talked about uh, UofL UK, the latest on DJ Wagner, both sides now having reasons to feel confident about his recruitment and also the fact that the this year's annual game is going to be played on December 31st, New Year's Eve, in Rupp Arena. Uh, we will not have a, a rotating thing again. I need Kelly Dickey on this one. The Louisville's record on New Year's Eve games in the rivalry. Well, I know recently it's not good. I, no. I know I know we've lost the last two. Just, I mean, there's three. Had, there's we been... lost three. <laughs> Maybe I don't want Kelly to tell me this. <laughs> but I'm just... Because I'm, I'm wondering if the stat would be. Just curious. It's not great. Probably not. I wish we could move it to... I would have preferred New Year's Day just so we could do the whole, like, it's 2023. We haven't lost to these guys since 2019. It's been a long-ass time. Just four full years, four calendar years. Unbelievable. Pre-pandemic. What are you going to do? Um, uh, TJ Walker has let us know that the Bad Cats have advanced in the SEC tournament. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I saw that. Congratulations. Kentucky moves on with a 3-1 to one win over Auburn. And I believe... The blind squirrel finds a nut. I believe that the SEC is one of those tournaments. We were talking about how every conference has a different format for their postseason tournament in baseball. I believe SEC is single elimination. I think it's just straight tournament, which I kind of like. Apparently, Kentucky will play LSU tomorrow at 1 p.m. on the SEC Network. They're going to lose. I wonder if LSU's any good. I don't know. Better than Kentucky. Probably. Kentucky's not any good. I know Kentucky snuck into the, the tournament. They got lucky. Let us know, TJ. Is the SEC, I think it's straight, just like straight tournament, single elimination, but you'd know better than we would. Probably not. <laughs> Kentucky is the 12th seed. They're the, the last seed in that tournament, uh, as they should be in every tournament because they're the, you know, the lowest on the pole. They have uh, Auburn was the 5th seed. So, yeah, it is single elimination. They'll take on number four LSU tomorrow. I ass- Again, I'm assuming... I don't think Kentucky has a shot to make the NCAA tournament unless they win this thing. I mean, being the 12th seed in the SEC, I know, doesn't mean you're a terrible baseball team because the SEC is really good at baseball. But I believe they're 
far enough like off the bubble that they've got to win this whole thing if they're going to get into the NCAA tournament. Sounds about right. Put them in our region. See what happens. We'll be good. <laughs> that doesn't work out too well for them in the past, though. Uh, TJ says seeds 5 through 12 uh, round is single, then it goes to double from there. Well, that's weird. But... Making it weird. Um, this is for you, Trevor. Text line, by the way, 502-414-1450. This, this is for me, specifically for me? Yeah. And this is the way that we want to start the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, good Lord. AEW Go Home Show tonight yeah, before he's pay-per-view. I need Trevor's, Trevor's insight for the night. I actually don't even know what the full card tonight is. When does Gangrel wrestle? I don't know if Gangrel will wrestle. I mean, the problem with Go Home Shows a lot of time more often, it's kind of promo heavy because they're just they want they're just, you know promoting the the, the matches that you're going to get setting on setting up the pay per view yeah. matches exactly. So you and I've been to guys are mad. The, the only AEW show I went to up in Indianapolis was a Go Home Show. And it kind of it didn't suck, but it was you know I'm watching like a contract signing can be entertaining on TV, but it's not as much fun when you're there. You're like, you want to see a match. You want to see extra wrestling as much as it is not, not as much promo stuff, but so it can, but tonight, yeah, I know we have the semifinals for the Owen Hart tournament are tonight. Cause the finals are on the, at the pay-per-view. You got 45 seconds. Left. So well, we want to go to the other 40, uh, but that's all I can think of off the top of my head, which is, I believe Samoa Joe versus Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole versus, Jeff Hardy, I believe, tonight. I'm going for Jeff Hardy. I bet you are. I don't think he's going to win, though. The Enigma. And then the women's uh, semifinals this night, too. But I don't remember where they are. But they, are, but they also have a live show on Friday for Rampage, too. So. Um, real quickly, Athlon has come out with its early. They still use, like, way too early. Like, this is what we do. In, is it, wasn't it Athlon, may as well be your official ranking. Wait, but wasn't Athlon's, or was it Lindy's, that was always the one that the magazine that always came out way too early every Athlon's year. always way too early. Like, Lindy's was also one that came out pretty soon, too. Athlon now, God love them, because it's mostly, like, all I these public- Lindsay's when I was a kid. <laughs> cool. All these publications now, it's a bigger deal for them what they do on online. Like, their online content means way more than their print version anymore. Of course. So, Athlon will do the thing. They have, like, a million different rankings between now and the end of the season. Like, they'll do predicting the biggest games for week seven and then it's like rank it's they rank everything like the best off left tackles in the uh, secs at like west division like it's it's unreal how much work they do but they have come out with their early top 25 i mean it's still early i feel like early is like the, the january rankings come on like the day after the championship get official or don't the the hook here though is five of louisville's 12 opponents are ranked in the top 23 of these rankings You've got Clemson at number four. Yeah. Overrated. I'm telling you right now. Overrated. We'll see. NC State's number 12. They may be overrated. Wake Forest is number 16. Way overrated. I can see Wake taking a dip this year. Oh, yeah. They won way too many close yeah. games last yeah. year. Yeah, I agree. Kentucky's 21. Mm. Feels about right. Yeah. Pitt's 23rd. Five teams in the top 25 I mean, on our schedule. Pitt, despite bringing in the, the transfer, I mean, you never they're know. Gonna they're going to be good. I mean, they also lost their wide receiver, too. But they brought back like everybody else. I mean. Everybody. Yeah. The defense is good. Um. It's a sneaky, tough schedule. It is. People keep saying this. I believe it. Are we precursing ourselves as an excuse for not getting seven wins by, with this whole, it's a sneaky, tough On schedule? On the contrary, thing. I think we're setting ourselves up for a greater-than-expected achievement. Okay. If, if we go 9-3 and three against the best schedule we've faced since joining the ACC, what does that say about us? I, I just feel like I keep getting hearing this, how this schedule is getting tougher and tougher. It's just kind of like a—you're setting, you're setting it up for— 
the when the season ends up at six and six and going, we told you the season was tough. I mean, look, hey, we just went six and six versus this schedule. Well, in fairness, like this isn't Louisville fans saying this. This is a national publication saying that, that five of the teams on your schedule are ranked in the preseason top twenty three, and that doesn't take into account you've got at UCF, who's probably a top forty team. They're kind of it feels like we're sort of in that same area of these national rankings as UCF is, and that's a road game against a team that we needed a crazy play to beat last year. Florida State, we keep thinking this. At some point, that talent is going to like do something, right? Like they're going to get better. Hey, people tell it has to been saying that for years. So, and then you know, we lost to Virginia last year at home. We played them on the road. Uh, Boston College has Jerkovic back. Like they, their fans are very chesty right now for whatever reason. It's a, uh, it's, it's certainly not the easiest schedule in the world, but it's got a lot of like kind of toss up games like we had last year. We just didn't win those games this year. You got to hope this the script is flipped. I mean, when they had Jerkovic, they beat. Uh, when did the game they beat Clemson in? Maybe. And then, of course, he got hurt. Yeah, he did get hurt. Yeah. We beat him pretty bad last year. Yeah, that was, that was the game that the initial line was drawn in the sand. Quick recruiting note on the, the football side of things. Four-star offensive tackle Luke Burgess, um, one of the bigger offensive tackle recruits in the country. He has trimmed his list of schools to three out of over 30 offers. They are all ACC schools. They are Florida State, they are North Carolina, and they are Louisville. Um, he talked with, uh, with with rivals, and the comments kind of made it seem like, I'm not saying Louisville's a leader, but I think Louisville's got a decent shot. He's about to take his official visit uh, coming up here shortly. Would be yet another big-time get on the offensive line. If you get him and then you get Madden Sanker, who's this, uh, you know, one of the best offensive linemen in the entire country in this recruiting class. He's, he's won the offensive line MVP at the latest big camp that they had a couple of weeks ago. That's a, a pretty good, solid foundation up front for the future. So good positive news continuing on the, uh, the, the football recruiting front. Feeling good about that. we got to get big guys up front. Yes, size matters. <laughs> Did you get my hand out there behind you, by the way? Yeah, it's, it's not looking good. Well, yeah, it's looking ugly out there. Hopefully it's better in southern Indiana. Not too much during the rain delay right now. Texas says uh, Wardlow cage match. What's that? Oh, yes, yeah, the main event, the Wardlow versus uh, Sean Spears. Of course. With uh, MJF, a special guest referee. If, MJ, if if Wardlow doesn't win, then he doesn't get his match against MJF at double or nothing, and he can never be signed by AEW. Oh, my God. He's Technically, he's still under contract by MJF as his bodyguard. Oh, my God. But then he turned on MGF. No. MGF did not like that. So no. he calls him a little piggy now. No. And he makes him come out. He doesn't let him have any music, and he makes him. Come, and he, he gets brought out to the ring and handcuffs with security. Oh, God. <laughs> MGF is actually awesome. It's incredible. Way. MGF is the greatest thing in wrestling right now. Texas says maybe watch some Steve Brule, too. That's the, that's the doctor that uh, used to be on Adult Swim uh, who always says, always says Dingus. Okay. That's what I think of when I think of Scooter Dingus. What's the actor? He's in. Uh, he's in Step Brothers. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Thank you. He plays that doctor on that that show. It's I always called. think of John C. Riley. Think of uh, Boogie Nights. You think of Boogie Nights. Yeah. Great in Boogie Nights. Yes. You ever seen? <laughs> what do you bench? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I just love that. The character's so good. <laughs> yeah. They're just such kids. Uh, Texas. It's the skies have opened up in High View. Mike, it's pouring. Yeah, we're. Yeah, we're seeing. We're gonna be on. We're seeing it over here. Yeah, we're gonna be. <laughs> We are going to break down the Kiss Me lyrics. I hope y'all like Kiss Me. This is the same being played twice this hour because I don't have another song from that damn soundtrack. <laughs> Texter says, uh, TJ was talking about this the other day. He agrees with Trevor but thinks, if anything, they should be ST for soccer team. Well, I just found out today that SC doesn't mean soccer club. It means, it means sporting club. Well, I, and honestly, sporting club is better than soccer club because soccer club does just sound kind of... Overly American? Yeah. I was going to say toolish, but yeah. 
I don't. I mean, sporting it, club. Like, I'm not a big fan of the sporting club either. I, and I've already so apparently SD can stand for soccer club or sporting club. And, and, and I, I have no problem with FC okay, a little bit, but I still want to see. I want. I want. I want nickname. Sports teams should have nicknames. Okay. I get over in Europe and there's like 75 freaking teams in every division. You can't have that many Wildcats and Cardinals. But like in the MLS, what is it like 20 something? I mean, your average 25, 30 teams at most. I don't think it's that many. Is I it? mean, probably not. I want to say it's like 20. And there's some that do have like you have Seattle Sounders and I want to say um, Vancouver's the Whitecaps, I believe. And um, I mean, there are a couple that have names. You're right, 28. But give, give a nickname, man. We teams need nicknames. Did you see the? And you were right about this. Like I said, I didn't think the NBA was going to expand in a long time. Did you see the rumor now that the NBA is going to expand in twenty twenty four? That didn't surprise me. And you already know where they're going. Well, there's Seattle and Vegas. Seattle and Vegas. I told I told you that two weeks ago. Yeah, I knew that. There was a a buddy of mine was doing doing a whole bunch of like the NBA to lose stuff and like trying to like get. They always reach out to get me involved, and I'm, I'm like, it's a social club. Like you guys aren't doing anything. Like like. What are you doing? Why should I believe that this is there's any more of an opportunity this go round than the last 34 times that I've heard about this? If there's any legitimate traction, we can have a discussion about this. But give me one piece of tangible evidence that we're moving in the right direction here, because it just sounds like a whole lot of nothing. I mean, the problem with the NBA and Louisville too is it's not just and like because like in most sports, especially in NFL baseball, they've got your major cities covered. The NBA, there's a few left. I mean, because there's I mean there's still Kansas City ahead of us technically. Yeah, that's a bigger step. I mean, because they haven't had them since the Kings left for Sacramento in the '80s. I mean, there's other cities that are ahead of us, ahead of Louisville, that don't have NBA franchises. St. Louis, exactly. Yeah, I mean, both in Missouri, exactly. I mean, it's but St. Louis fans suck. So. I know, but I, when you go by size of cities, I mean, and, not, and don't get mad, Louisville, at me for saying this, but you know, whether you think it's Louisville's a better city than St. Louis is not the point. The point is, is it's a bigger market. I mean, compared to St. Louis, it's not even freaking close. But I mean, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I, 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 the the Golden Knights' success killed Louisville's chance of ever getting an NBA team. It's a hot take. That was, but that was that that was the test for Vegas. Is when they put the Golden Knights in there, all four major leagues go, okay, we're going to test one in Las Vegas. Of course, we're going to send hockey because it's the one that you're most you know it's the least of the four. It had success. And then the Raiders got there. Now we're good. The draft is NFL draft has been there. Yeah, it's done. The NBA was obviously going to be the last one to move there, and they are the last one to expand, even though they had to go back on expansion because they did so much of it in the 90s. But, I mean, they are still the, the fewest of all leagues. They only have, what, I think they have 30. Well, then MLB both have 30, I guess, and the NFL is 32. I think that you're saying we need to blame the NHL. We're not getting an NBA franchise because if you remember, if they failed in Vegas, we would be okay. Well, if you remember, like the Vegas Golden Knights, their expansion draft, like the NHL kind of botched it. Like they allowed them to become be a awesome. super team yeah. because they like, they changed it up. They changed the rules just for the, the the Golden Knights expansion draft, where I think every team could only protect one player, which is BS. So yeah. they were getting like, the second best player from every yeah. team in the league, and then boom, yeah, year one, they're the best team in the NHL. So they're gonna have good fan base, and so they they're had good have, fan base. Yep. They had a whole lot of success right off the bat, yep. and, and boom. They're a, they're a success. People love hockey in Vegas now, and you're right. It's going to derail our chances. So I'm blaming the NHL. Not to mention their stadium is ugly. They screwed us. Like I've I've been I've, been, <laughs> I've seen both the the the, uh, the Death Star Stadium and and like it's right across the street from the T-Mobile where the hockey team plays. Hideous looking. It's the two people most responsible 
for NBA for the NBA not coming to Louisville. One, Gary Bettman. Two, you guessed it, Sebastian Telfair. <laughs> no, no, well, you know, I'm not even going to start with pull my, that thread. You, you know what name? You know who I hate? Marcus Teague. <laughs> well, that him too. <laughs> I would hate Trey Lyles, but he got traded for uh, for, for Mitchell on draft day, so he's had he's he's been punished enough. Texas says, doesn't L, uh, Louisville City FC go by the Coopers as well? I think that's the support group, right? That is the support group. The Coopers yes. are like the the team. That's just like that's just the like their base. biggest fan base, yeah. And the for racing, it's the Lavender Legion. The who? The Lavender Legion. They're the the, the oh supporters. because they play like yeah I get their colors, colors are yeah, lavender. I got you, I got you, I got you. Texas, I wish I could have talked you out of buying the Peloton bike. I have one. It would have been much better off buying a cheaper bike and just subscribing to the Peloton digital app. Did you send that text? He's yelling at me, by the way. I'm sorry. What you say? Did you? Nothing. Am I? Am I saying it again? <laughs> no, you said something about Peloton. No, we're not talking about it again. Oh no! What? What? what somebody somebody no. agreed with me, didn't they? They did. Yes, they agree with me. That's right. I didn't have to hear what it was. I don't care. Yes, Texer, you are right. I'm right. Pelotrons suck. I think you didn't hear it because you were texting it in. I think that's you. No, I wasn't. What's TJ yelling at you about? About soccer teams and soccer clubs. Oh. And he had me laughing because at the very end, he goes, uh, so he says, uh, he's disappointed in me, which, I mean, I'm used to that. But he says, it's called Soccer in America. Therefore, I guess it's a soccer... It's called Teams in America. It's a soccer team, not a soccer club, not a sporting club. And he goes, you've changed, man. You've changed. You've become more cultured on the Rutherford Show. <laughs> the ending part was my favorite. That's the change. <laughs> Texas, the NHL already has more teams than the NBA. I can't see us getting either one of those. Yeah, we're not going to get a hockey team. I would love it. I think it'd be great. I, I'm, I, I think hockey's awesome. Yeah, we're not getting yeah, hockey. I think we're going to get a WNBA team. I think that's the next pro team to come to Louisville. Nice long side there, Trevor. Way to, way to hold back. <laughs> sighing right into the mic it was that or weep uh, I don't, yeah i just sigh because i know you're probably right it's, you're just not happy about it uh I, i'm not happy i'm not mad i just like probably most of the people in, in louisville i don't care i mean it's not gonna i mean i don't the attendance is not gonna be anything I bet it's better than you think. It'll have nice attendance at the beginning because of the newness and how well the team may or may not play early on after the after the first half of the season will obviously determine the ten, attendance as well. But if the team's not any good, I mean, you're going to have, what, a few hundred people there at a game? I think you're wrong about that. I think... Th- by I, week, by season two. I, bet, I think Louisville is a much, much stronger... I mean, look at how much we support the women's basketball team at UofL. If they're also good. They're also good. But I think compared to, and this is where, here comes the the, you know, the, the addendum. Compared to the rest of WNBA attendance, I think Louisville will, will hold its own, I wonder, regardless of how well the team does. What is, I'm curious, like, what is the fever? What are their attendances? Which one's the fever? Indiana. Indiana fever? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're well, you, you're, you've apparently are just a walking encyclopedia of WNBA knowledge over here. I had, didn't claim I was. <laughs> yeah. The fever went 6-26 and 26 last season, so I'm going to guess it wasn't great. Okay, and, and Louisville probably won't be very good as well. You don't know that. I mean, there's the odds are being an expansion team. The they don't have attendance numbers for last year because I guess they <laughs> they don't want to know. Well, it was COVID. They didn't. They, they weren't allowing oh, fancy okay. games apparently. It was COVID two years ago. Just saying, that's what it says on their. There's WB still blaming COVID for attendance. Pots. <laughs> 2074. Well, we can't announce attendance. Go COVID. Well, their most recent home game had 1,456 people there. So probably about 700. I think Louisville would outdraw. I mean, Louisville gets 9,000 women's home games against nobodies. 
Again, if the, if the team is good, yes. And there will be exceptional games where you maybe have, you know, a Louisville player returning on another team if they're not already. They're on all over the team. WNBA. Like you have, a, you have like a Cardinal playing in that arena almost every night. So I mean, th- th- I mean, there are going to be some exceptions to the rule, but I just don't see it. I, I just don't see the, uh, it being a, a huge draw here, and that's not going to matter because I mean they're going to stay here because I mean the NBA is always going to let the WNBA up keep it afloat. Texas, we have a Peloton. It's awesome. Texas says the Peloton classes are great, but they're exactly the same on the app. Why pay $40 per month after you bought the expensive bike when the app is $12.99 per month? Well, we haven't bought the classes or anything. I don't even know. Yeah, all that stuff. But, I mean, I agree with the text for why you spend that money on a bike. Texas says, and this now I think it is you because they spell it the same way. If you get a Pelotron, you've been conned. It's a bike. Get you a bike for $100 at Walmart. I, thank you. Uh, Texas says, y'all's radio signal is sounding like Pelotron deception right now. <laughs> Decepticon. <laughs> Texas is stop asking Trevor wrestling questions. No, is Trevor pulling for Hangman or CM Punk? Uh, Hangman. I don't think it's ready to pull the trigger on the, his. I'm, I'm passing the belt on. I think it's it's let Hangman hold the belt for a little longer. Texas, the Seattle Storm won the title, and during the 2021 season, they averaged just 2,607 fans during the regular season games. And Seattle, usually I think does, we'd beat that. Uh, Seattle usually does good attendance too. For norm- normally, apparently, we're sounding like robots on the on the radio. It might Not be. sure what's going on. It has probably something to do with the weather. I would assume it's probably screwing with the RFM signal. Gary Bettman caught us calling him out. Is he still the? Is he still the? Uh, he's still the commissioner. Is he still commissioner? Yeah. He's been there since like the 90s, right? He's never going away. He's like uh, Jerry Abramson. He's. He was, he was, he was, I mean, he. <laughs> Texter sent this a Photoshop of you on a woman's body on a Peloton. <laughs> I got a nice butt. <laughs> You're looking good. I'm looking good. Th- this could be you if you bought a Peloton. They should be like my Facebook page. You <laughs> and Nancy together. Oh, she taking class. She wouldn't do about it. She wouldn't even get on. Do we have confirmation that we're, we're not, we've got no word oh, on whether yeah. or not we're. we need to go out or not? If, if Indiana High School baseball is starting on time, if we're getting this Jeffersonville game, then we need to get. We, I need to know because we have to get out of here. But if not, we can keep talking about "Kiss Me" and Sixpence on the Richer" and, and other stuff. I still uh, brought the lyrics though for it or Peltron. Coming up at some point tonight on Airwaves, Jeffersonville Red Devils, Jennings County Panthers, and then after that, Floyd Central Highlanders, New Albany Baseball Bulldogs. We, we've been told to keep going for a little bit. Okay, I am. So I just checked the Twitter accounts of these teams because Matt Dennison. Thankfully, tweeted out the games that were actually uh, were airing on our airwaves. I'm officially a New Albany fan because they follow me. Really? How about that? New Albany baseball, they follow me. I'm all in. I'm on the dogs. The New Albany dogs. That's my squad. Did you, or did you, were you, did you know if they were the dogs or not right away? Yes. Okay. I mean, I know Romeo Lankford. <laughs> Come on. I know... Um, who else played in New Albany? We've, we've, had, a, we've had several. Rondell jo- Moore. Josh Rogers, I think, was a New Albany Bulldog. Rondell Moore. Who? Rondell Moore. Well, he's Sh- Trinity Shamrock. Let's be real. But no, he but he started it. Don't care. He's a Shamrock. Where you start is what, what where, where you're, 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 you're affiliated with. On the broadcast today, again, Bally Sports South, because the ACC Network, it's a scam. Today, they were talking, <laughs> Ben Metzinger was, was hitting, and they were like, Trinity High School produces you know the big three sports just produces superstars at every level. It's one of the powerhouse uh, institutions in this country. And I was like, you're damn right. Let's talk about the 25th district. Let's talk about 2003. Let's talk about the pitching. (laughs) (laughs) You know where it lands you? 1450, the big guy. There there was a very small blimp in time. Blimp in time? Blimp in time. Put it on the calendar. (laughs) Put it on the calendar. (laughs) What? Where I loved being able to... Do you able- know what the actual <laughs> word's supposed to be there? Blip? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Blip in time? Goodyear? 
<laughs> no, it was okay. <laughs> well done. I uh, it was there was this little little brief moment. It was like a two year span. Two year blimp. When, uh, two year blimp. Where I loved being able to talk trash to the St. X and Trinity fans because Wagner had a player in the NFL and they didn't. Oh, I like that. When Alfonso Smith was with yeah. the Cardinals, there was nobody in from Trinity. To, I mean, there may not still be anybody from Trinity. Well, I guess Rondell Moore, if you count him. But, Pro factor. Um, but there was that one little two-year gap where I would love just – I mean, I would just talk so much trash. Like, how many players you got in the NFL? Oh, zero? We got one. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Wagner Wildcats always do their best. He's, by the way, a coach at Wagner now. You know, we're going to spin this. I hope, hope TJ Walker's listening right now. So Kentucky beats Auburn in the, uh, the, the SEC tournament. How about this? With Auburn's loss, Louisville has now moved up to number 10 in the RPI because Auburn was ahead of us by a spot. Oh, well, thank you, UK. Auburn losing to Kentucky. Kentucky. The Kentucky baseball team may have just locked in a super regional host for UofL baseball. So applaud. Thank you, Batcats. Nick Mingione, keep doing your thing. Keep giving funny interviews. Keep this guy around forever. Keep losing to us. Feeling good. We could end up by, according to Matt McGavick, we could be as high as number nine in the RPI at the end of the day if Southern Miss loses to UAB tonight or if Miami loses to NC State. There we go. Just keep climbing. Just move up. It's not, it's, it's not a bad day. I mean, we're the day's pe- getting better. We're literally do, do, follow, going under the definition of falling ass backwards up the charts right now. Hey. We lost and we're moving up the charts. Texas said, what did the other <laughs> testers say your signal sounded like the stream cut out? <laughs> Great. That's, that's good. I don't know if that was a joke or being serious. I don't either. Because if it was a joke, well done. I liked it. Texas, I just picture a blimp in time being a blimp with the old school incandescent jumbo light board on the side scrolling through the sky telling us some random Trevor factoid. That would actually be a fantastic investment. A blimp just giving Trevor messages, Trevorisms. Um, Trevor quotes, Trevor words of the day. That could be fantastic. Are we going to stay until six? Because if so, we could take a break now. Yeah, because I just brought up the lyrics for "Kiss Me." By the way, okay, we'll do that uh, after. <laughs> Wait, he keep tuned in. We were supposed to be out at five thirty. We're here till six I now. You, maybe I, breaking down the lyrics to "Kiss Me." No one will. Ever, they will love us, Matt Dennison, because people are going to be begging for baseball after listening to us break down lyrics. We talk sixpence and I'm the richer, and we lead right into Jeffersonville baseball coming up after the break. That's what we're doing, Mike Rutherford Show, fourteen fifty, the Big X. Don't you have another song? <laughs> You're a deja vu. <laughs> By the way, I've gone through the lyrics of this song. <laughs> I wish one day. The five o'clock. I wish I could kiss a woman the way this guy does to make her have some of the images she does. Started five and five thirty. The drive time hour, both times with back to back six pence on the richer. Not since you, not since 1999. I've heard this song this played as many times on the radio. So kiss me. This song. Did, did they have go, another song? Uh, I don't know. I did read though. This 
This song was basically unknown, and when it get used on the movie, she's all that. Oh, it wasn't made for the movie. No, it oh. was just, it was just a random song, and when it got put on the movie, it went all the way up to number two in the charts. I, I remember it was everywhere. Oh in yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. You couldn't uh, you couldn't turn on a radio station. It's right there hearing. with the Dawson's Creek theme song to me. Yeah, they have very similar. I don't wanna wait. Yeah, they can't accept because both of them you're just you're basically no two words and you're mumbling the rest. Which, by the way, kiss me outside the bearded barley. Like, okay, I don't know. That sounds dirty a little bit, but I don't know if that's being specific. I don't even know what that means. I mean, it's nightly beside the green, green grass. Fine with that. Swing, swing. Swing the spinning step. You wear those shoes, and I will wear that dress. The first thing that you, when you Google bearded barley, the first thing that comes up is what does the phrase bearded barley mean? It's from the song. I did the same thing. And it says <laughs> barley is a wheat like plant, which is very common for its use in cereal. Yeah. Um, it says bearded barley may just be a mistake in the transcription of the lyrics. <laughs> if it is indeed bearded barley, it refers to a wheat like plant which has overgrown and is ready for harvest, allowing a couple to take some comfort behind. Oh, comfort behind. Okay, so that's, they were hiding behind the bearded barley. What country ass town is Sixpence None the Richer coming from? Well, in the next verse, it's "Kiss Me Beneath the Milky Twilight." Can these people not go inside? Have you ever heard Twilight referred to as Milky? By the way, sure. I don't know. I, don't I think, think that works. Milky Way. Yeah. Uh, lead me out the moonlit floor. Out on the moonlit floor, right? Out on. You're right. Out on. Yeah, you know the lyrics better than I can read. Lift your open hand. Lift your. What does that mean, by the way? Lift your open. Like this. He's asking her to dance. Oh, okay, okay. Strike up the band and make the fireflies dance. You got bands hanging around here, so, just waiting for a cue. So <laughs> right outside the bearded Barkley. Yeah, just hanging out, waiting, Barclay, waiting for somebody Barley. to tell them to play. <laughs> uh, yes, the silver moon sparkling. So kiss me, and then uh, the last but not least. Now they're going to the broken tree house. Yeah, this is the last verse because it just repeats itself for three minutes, as all pop songs do. Uh, kiss me, kiss me, repeated uh, down by the broken tree house. And yeah, they must live in like like the backwoods of Louisiana or yeah, something. This is this is yeah. Uh, swing, swing, swing me, swing me upon its hanging tire. Tire swing. Okay, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> but bring, bring, I like everything has to be repeated. By the way, bring, 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 bring your flowered hat. Hmm. We'll take the trail marked on your father's map. This sounds, My- like, this sounds like a verse from Goonies. Like what's the way to the? That sounds like a, a, a treasure map. My first instinct was to think that flowered hat was a, like a significant stretch just to create a cheap rhyme. the The fact of the matter is, father's map and hat don't rhyme. And hat doesn't rhyme with tire or house either. Well, I know, but the, 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 it's, they're rhyming the last two lines. I understand. So the rhyme would be for the, the follow up line, which map and hat don't rhyme. No, they don't. Who has a flowered hat? Bring me your flowered hat. No, bring your flowered hat. He's okay. wearing it. Bring or the love interest is wearing it. Could be a she. But that's a but but she's the girl, so it's not a so oh, okay, well you're right. It's like, you know, we're a progressive show. Yeah. Well it's ninety nine though. So we'll yeah. T- yeah, true. We'll take the trail and this doesn't sound like a progressive town, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is why they maybe this is why they can't do anything maybe, inside. This though. is why they're hiding behind the bearded barley. Just saying. That's a good point. They're going to broken tree houses. Yeah. They're having to use a map to go make out. We'll take we'll we'll take the trail marked on your father's map. What does the dad know that everybody else doesn't? I mean, that sounds kind of dirty, right? What is this dad doing? <laughs> What's going on here? What's really going on here? <laughs> what, 
Where, where does the map lead? Is, I'm gonna look up where Sixpence and the Rich is from. And it's probably like Chicago. <laughs> it's, it's Iowa. <laughs> That's a good, it's a, it's a full group. It's not just the the girl lead singer though. Which New Braunfels, Texas. Where? New Braunfels, Texas. That sounds right. Okay, that's probably, yeah. Then it, that's probably not very progressive area. There you go. So that's, wow. Okay. So the song was actually about two ladies finding affection in a backwards town in the 1990s. I'm choosing to believe that. Yeah. They did eventually settle in Nashville. Um, they're Who also doesn't? they're also referred to as a Christian alternative rock band. <laughs> So scrap what we just talked about. Okay. Well, you could have led with that. Scrap that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. The name of the band is inspired by a passage from the book Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking it back. I think I think we've become less progressive as, as we've learned more about it. We read two into it. Sixpence, none It the happens. Richer. That's yeah. okay. Anyways, we'll move on. You didn't, think, want... you didn't think we were actually going to do it. <laughs> we did it. Can, can I just throw out there also, by the way, six, I don't know if it's, it may be, I don't, whatever it's quote, but. Sixpence and then the richer is just a stupid name for a band. It's not great. It's not good. You remember it though. I mean, I didn't. You did. Texas. I named my band Easy Bake Oven. Texas Sixpence and then the richer did a cover of "There She Goes." That was popular. That's right. They did do. Was I? Was that the same band? There she goes. There she goes. There again. she goes again. That's on uh, who? Why? Uh, so I married an ex murderer. So I didn't even know that was a remake. I just know that version. That's how deep I am into the six pence on the richer game. That was they did that song. Yeah, and I just can't. Yeah, I know the song again. I, I know the song because of uh, of the. I always think of again the 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 X Murder movie. That's where it starts off with. Wow, it's the opening song. It's a good movie. Texas, a bad oh, a bad Mike and CK TK cartoon would be hilarious. A cartoon <laughs> version of ourselves would be good. That would be fun. I'd do a cartoon version. By the way, I guess we should have said. Just in case you're wondering why we're back, uh, the Indiana High School baseball sectionals, they have been, they are in a weather delay. Just to let you know. You will eventually be hearing the Jeffersonville Red Devils versus the uh, Jennings County Panthers at some point on our airwaves if the game is played tonight. Or six minutes on the Riches or Wikipedia page. Like the only thing it has listed is basically saying they played Letterman showed those songs. Well, that's like considered their <laughs> origin of the band's name, formation in years, mainstream, and the re- reunion and lost in translation. Transition. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. All anybody knows about him is from the movie. She's all that. Come on. Uh, Texas, forget Indiana High School Baseball. Mike, who's your pick in the 6th and 8th or 6th and 7th regions? 6th well, would be Trinity, right? 7th is, is Trinity. Oh, okay, sorry. I always get the two mixed up. I, was, yeah. I saw, I feel like Mail and Ballard play in the first round of this every year, and they, they're playing again this year. They're on Trinity's side. Trinity's playing Portland Christian. Mail plays Ballard. Manuel plays Highland Latin, and Christian Academy plays St. X. I mean, it's it feels like it's Trinity or St. X. Although you said Mail beat Trinity earlier this year. They did. They upset them. So, I mean, but... Reigning state champions. Yeah. They have they have the new coach, so... Mail does? Yeah. Unlike the, now the, so- now the, 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 the softball team, they're going to win it all because they, their new coach is awesome. Well, Ballard's undefeated. In softball? Yeah, 32-0. I saw that. I'm just thinking... I don't know if you saw where Trinity, Mail's coach got like got fired like beginning of the year. My uncle had to take over. For oh, him. your uncle's the coach, the softball coach, team. First time he's coached volleyball. he's coached softball since he did it. He had to do it for like two years at Wagner because the same thing kind of happened. Like the just tell us go to drop quit. Bombs. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that when I was reading, uh, he was talking about it. it's been eighteen years since he'd done it. Well, he, they actually did a. I think it was a career did like a little article about him on it. 
And I love Uncle at the end where they asked him, if you do win, if you get to state and you win it, will you stay on? He says, no matter what, I'm firing myself. Like, no <laughs> He's like, I don't care. Like, we can win state. I don't care. I'm not paying back. We're bringing somebody new in. I promise you. Don't bunt, drop bombs. That's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him. Have you seen the promos for this new uh, 30 for 30 on the, uh, like, sort of like the street ball sensation, the, uh, the, the mixtape, like, and one stuff? No, was there th- was the thirty thirty on recently? Was that new? That, that wasn't new, right? Which, it was on Oscar Beatrice or whatever. No, it is Oscar Pistorius. That's new. Yeah, there's it's a two parter. Why the hell my DVR not record it? I don't. Well, I I can't speak for your DVR, but yeah, my DVR supposed to record new thirty for thirties. Well, it didn't. What the bleep DVR? What's I don't the- even know if I want to watch that one. I don't even know either. I saw it. and I didn't even click on it, and I was like, because I thought it was old for some reason. I felt like. They'd made it already. Maybe they did. All I know is my buddies were talking about it the other night, and I didn't know there was one. So oh, he's a European player, right? What? Did he, is that the guy that played in Europe, right? Oscar Pietras or whatever? No. Do you, do you not know who Oscar Pistorius is? Clearly, I didn't watch the 30 for 30. He was like the Paralympic champion. He like had like the, the fake legs, and he ran. Oh, and then yeah, and he killed the woman. Killed yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought he was the guy who played in Europe. <laughs> Why? Do we really need a two-parter by, the, by him then? I mean, can't we can't we say all we need to say in 90 minutes? Oh. I mean, he's not even a full person. He's got more than I mean, what the okay, okay. I mean. Okay. Okay. No. 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 Oh. Um. Texas, it was Mike. I need two parts. I don't get it. Texas, I was trying to remember from yesterday. You're all talking about what made Trevor get so mad. Was Mike not seeing or not liking the Goonies? What caused Trevor to throw his pen and storm out that one time? No, I, I've seen and I like the Goonies. Yeah, I don't think it could have been Goonies. Definitely yeah. not Goonies. I really. would have walked out on you for Goonies though. I, I would walk down on myself. Yeah, Texas, I haven't been able to listen much lately. I just tuned back in for a breakdown. <laughs> I haven't been able to listen much lately. I just tuned back into a breakdown of Kiss Me. This is why I love the show. I thought that I thought that text was going to go in a different direction. Why did you tune away? What did we do? To get too serious on you, buddy? What the hell? Texas, does Indiana have four state baseball champions like they do in their stupid basketball state tournament? Probably. I think like 17, actually. Yeah, more than likely. It's at least, at least 17. Uh, Texas says Trevor aerobics, and it's a picture of you. Photo- <laughs> we have a Photoshop of you on a Peloton, and now a, fo- a GIF photo of you doing aerobics. Um, that's, like like Jane Fonda? Yeah, there you go. That's you. I in, love how they keep using the same picture of me from wearing the Eagles hat when, like, the, when I went to the Eagles Bengals game. The other one was different. Yeah, that's true. Texas says I had, Jane, I had, Jane, I used to, I had the Jane Fonda tapes when I was, when I was in the 80s. The original Peloton. Yeah, I mean, I had those cassettes. Shout out to the bootleg Mary Poppins, Magic Nanny, where they sing the hit song Blimpin' Time. <laughs> Magic Nanny? <laughs> that sounds like a good drug. <laughs> uh, Texas, is the Peloton going is Pelotron going to be in the next Transformer movie as a villain? <laughs> I mean, I've always just called it I, I know it's, it's, it's not, there's no R, right? Is that what it is? No, it's yeah, it's Peloton. See, Pelotron sounds better. Texted, I'm not worried about DJ. He will play for Cal. Ooh. I'm telling confident. you, both, both sides are very confident. One Maybe of these sides gonna... is going to be, they're going to be partially upset because they lost the best player in the class, the rivals, but they're also going to be equally upset because they were wrong and they had misguided confidence. Like, that's that's what's going to lead to the ire, a, a large chunk of the ire of whoever. To, like, whoever didn't get this kid, I'm telling you right now, the fan base is going to be up in arms. It's going to be a huge deal. This is the biggest recruiting battle in the history of, of the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry. 
And I don't think that's hyperbolic at all. And it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite edition. What? Dynamite edition. No, thank you. Yeah. You're going to be mad at me if I told you what I was doing instead of listening. Oh, what, were you looking up Oscar Pistorius stuff? <laughs> no, I do want to look at Because I swear there was a there was a huge period play like Oscar something like that i know who you're talking about yeah that's, it's like it's like not it's like Beatrice or something but it that's not the guy who died in the car wreck yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, that's it's not oscar no Pistorius. well that, no you're thinking of uh not the guy that played for the nets now mm. that's uh you're right the, i'm thinking of the guy from the olympics yeah yeah they played they played like in were like he, i want to say he played for like south america or something he played like a brazil or something like that yeah he's brazil. considered one of their greatest yeah. players of all time yeah i thought that's who that was about and it's very similar. It's got to be opposed now. And, but the guy with no legs, what, how's his name pronounced? Oscar Pistorius. Pistorius. But the, the Beatrice guy is similar. You're Googling it, aren't you? No. Damn it, because I didn't know how to spell it, so I was hoping you would. No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know the name. <laughs> Texas says, uh, Trevor, I have no legs. Am I not a full person? You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was just mean. I'm you shouldn't sorry. have said that. <laughs> Texas, didn't Dewan Wagner say that Cal is like family? KP is family. Say what? Well, I mean, Kenny Payne isn't family, but Mill Wagner is. They're all Kenny, they're all Louisville family. Yeah. The I do want like the DJ Wagner, his quotes because he did refer to Kenny Payne as family, and then that quote came like two weeks after him saying that he didn't really have much of a relationship with Kenny Payne. He hasn't talked to him that much. DJ Wagner clearly playing the game a little bit here, and the Wagner family is as well. I. I don't know what to think about what's going on. I don't know what to think about the reports that Kyle Tucker is, is saying, like Cal secretly says he has him committed, or you know he's very, very confident it's going to be a super class. Like if that's true, then I, mean, I guess props to Cal because he's he's slow playing. He's letting Louisville get their hopes up and letting Louisville. Um, I mean, kind of. If he knows this is going to happen, then it's going to be a bad look for everybody involved on our side. But I hope that's not the case. But the confidence level on both sides, it definitely makes it juicy. What are you, what, what are you, what are, you are clearly invested in something. You haven't talked for five minutes. That means oh, you're locked into something. First of all, it's not true because it's been less than five minutes and I what are you, tell me what you're looking sued at. sued for my, my 30 for 30 comment. Tell me what you're looking uh, at. I was just Googling like European basketball. You're trying to find legend. who this guy is. Okay. Because it's going to bug me. You know it is. We're off the air in eight minutes. Or we're off the air in six minutes today. We have to show on after you, us. You know you're going to get a text at like 1045. That's but... fine. That's fine. We don't need to do it on air. <laughs> I, know, I need you okay. to stay focused for I'm six sorry, more but... minutes. You're asking a lot. Texas says, <laughs> Texas says the blimp in time was the Hindenburg. <laughs> Texas, can we get a Bronny James update from TK? I, done deal. There's no update. He, he signed, sealed, delivered. Call him Stevie, Stevie Wonder because he's here. He signed, sealed, delivered. He's yours. KRC text. I mean, blimp is the skin the same thing, right? Like a blimp, like a moment, like a, a blimp of something. <laughs> I'm going to need you to explain further. I just want to hear the defense. Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> What's the KRC text? <laughs> KRC text. I'll back Roush's Ashton Hagen's take. My lady friend was in Kansas City the weekend of that Auburn game, and Ashton was up until 3 a.m. Snapchatting one of her friends the night before. He then proceeded to get cooked by Bryce Brown. Is it, did, did Roush say that, that Hagen's cost Kentucky a tournament game because he was out partying the night before? Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if this... Maybe he's too busy hanging on that money phone. I wonder if this was in relation... Did you see the... Um, the the Florida Panthers stuff the other night when they were playing the Lightning 
Did they have another rapper getting busy in the skybox? No, 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 no. Kodak Black, to my knowledge, did not have intercourse <laughs> during during one of these games. Um, so, right now, that's the, like the most famous thing the Panthers are known for me to. Well, the Panthers, they won the President's Cup this year. Like They had the best record in the NHL going into the postseason. So they had Props a that, lot of though. hype. They were down to the Maple Leafs. Or no, the, the Lightning were down to the Maple Leafs. They almost didn't advance out of uh, round one. So the Panthers, people thought, hey, the Lightning have won back-to-back Cups, but the Panthers are going to take care of them. Yeah. They're down 3 nothing in the series. And they being the Panthers? They being the Panthers. And all these people the night before Game 4 tweet out, hey, just so you guys know, there are like 11 Panthers players at the strip club right now at 3 a.m. the night before a game. <laughs> and some people are like, well, now they're making a comeback. And they looked dead in the game the other night and lost 2 nothing and got swept. So, for- uh, Unlike the Mavericks, who apparently were taking their game, their game avoiding sweep seriously. Look, if you're not a Florida man before you get to Florida, you're going to become one. Like all these Canadians, they go to Florida, boom, they're Florida men. It's done. They're Florida men. It's over. Um, Texas says happy spouse, happy house. I guess going back to the what rhymes with husband. Well, that does you can that still goes from could go both yeah, ways. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says uh, I got a T-shirt guy. I have a T-shirt that says I survived earthquake 2008. I can't believe I don't remember it. Yeah. I was on the I was on radio at the time too. And I'm not going to read the, the text from the beginning of the show when I was giving my spiel on yesterday because you know some of them I appreciate the kind words from some people, but the uh, we're not going to get into the the other stuff we got we have like three minutes left here we're not gonna we're not gonna open that pandora's box well, i mean sounds like the perfect time to do it i don't think it is <laughs> I, I, I don't think it is did you watch any of the nba game last night i did, did i watched a little bit of it playoff sock I mean, yeah I, I honestly i watched it just to watch the pregame halftime and postgame because i love inside the nba uh, the, the after show is the best part i mean there's really that's the uh, well. This was a text okay. about the, the the start. That looks like we're gonna look at a six twenty start time for the baseball game. Well, we gotta get out of here at fifty five. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I'm for those listening. though, tuned in. Those, those so what's gonna be? Are they gonna replay our "Kiss Me" rendition for twenty minutes after the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> My thirty for thirty breakdown. This is the greatest uh, radio station of all time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Crap! What was I told? Oh, yeah, inside the NBA. Yeah, best best part, most most games. Yeah, the only problem is I wish I could DVR it, but because the games always never go on time, and I, I can't just DVR it without naming. Because I'd watch, I'd watch inside the NBA all year long if I could. Uh, we've got. Uh, Want to remind you also, Loose City tonight, seven o'clock. They're going to open things up a little bit early. The waterfront's not going to open up at six p.m. Originally, that was not set to happen uh, because of the, of the weather going on tonight. But hopefully, we can get this uh, this game in tonight. Would love to see. Lucidity advance to the the final eight of this. I would do. The, 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 you get there, all of a sudden you have nationally televised games. You're probably playing some of the best teams in the MLS. You're chasing uh, the U.S. Open Cup, which has been around for like 150 years. Did you know T.J. Walker used to be the voice of Lucidity? I did. When they won, when they won a championship, they've won multiple championships. Their first championship. They're, that's awesome. Uh, first pitch <laughs> for anybody who's excited about uh, Sanex versus Cal baseball. First pitch now has been moved back to 6.30 there. So it sounds like the, the bad weather's moved out, at least for the time being. We're going to get baseball in on both sides of the river. It's going to be a fantastic night of regional high school baseball. And in the NBA tonight, Trevor. Uh-huh. Celtics heat. Celtics looking to take a lead. They've been the better team so far this series, but still it's a series that's tied at two. Celtics, despite being on the road, three-point favorites. Who you got? I'm going heat tonight. I'm going Celts. They're due. I think, I think this is going to go seven, and I don't think they can make up their mind, which is what? Only an NHL game tonight, 8 o'clock, TNT. Lance looking to close out the gross and disgusting and ugly blues. Um, they lead 3-1. Game 5 tonight in Colorado, back home, after taking 2 in St. Louis. Who you got? I'm Lance. 
Avalanche big. Put it away. Nazem Kadri scores, takes his pants off in front of everybody. Do it. I mean, who wouldn't? And to cap off the beautiful night, 8 o'clock. AW. AW. If I was a pro wrestler, you know what my theme song would be? Orange Cassidy and five. It would be. (laughs) Have a fantastic Wednesday night, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the AEW. (laughs) Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the NHL. Enjoy watching She's All That. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Silver Moon Spot.